Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get ready, internet, for the craziest <laughs> racing film of the year. This Sunday, Lamaze is going to explode when two of the biggest car Lamar. manufacturing r- rivals he- go head-to-head. Ford versus Ferrari. It's two hours and 31 minutes of metal-twisting action. And Talking Flick fans, don't think we forgot about you. Ryan's back, and you can't keep him down. And don't miss it. Keep him down. <laughs> I'll buy some Cracker Jacks from that guy. Why not? <laughs> oh, man. So today we're doing Ford versus Ferrari. Is that what we're Wait, doing? What, what, <laughs> what, what, what does it mean to be Ford tough? That's the... That's, that's well. <laughs> not just Ford. Wait, you Ford haven't introduced uh, our friends back. Everyone's heard Did you miss me? Everyone knows you miss me? Back. Pretty Woman. The name of the movie is Pretty Woman. It's like the mother of all romantic comedies. I like my best friend's wedding. I didn't like Pretty Woman that much. So <laughs> to, to our defense, or to my defense i was the one that got that pull i figured it out <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you're like what is that movie again it's really yeah, you guys are an embarrassment to film <laughs> <laughs> nick would be pissed what's We're, that movie we, everyone already knew that nick everyone already yeah, knew that I think, so. I think miko actually outshined you he was very very good <laughs> <laughs> he had oh, hot man. takes i appreciate it ha, have you guys ever driven a ford or ever had yes, a ford yeah, yeah. yeah. i got a mustang, mustang yeah I'm not, i've uh, i almost bought a mustang once um but i had a ford escort for a little while oh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, a Ford yeah. Escort wagon. No, <laughs> but what's the thing it they was say? a very reliable car. Oh, really? It okay. was the Ford Falcon, the kind of loser car that was on the that they were making fun of, saying you make uninspired cars. You know, those are the cars on the assembly. I'm line. pretty certain that Ken Miles would be proud of you today. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Miles, did, I don't think he liked Ford at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, it doesn't seem like it at I'm least. Sure so. he didn't. <laughs> I feel like that's the constant joke with Ford. They're always under repair. Mm, I think yeah, it was like even yeah. an acronym with Ford. I can't yeah, remember what yeah. it is. Well, they were like getting beat up by General repair. Motors at the, and even in the early 60s. But just like they say in the movie, even though they kind of make Ford the bad guy, we'll probably talk about that a little bit, they were making uninspired cars. It was yeah. more of just like cookie cutter cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had a Galaxy or some other weird looking car back in the early 60s prior to making like the cool Shelby Mustangs and stuff uh-huh. like that. So mm-hmm. they did get a little bit better. And now their trucks, like their trucks seem to rate pretty well. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure about their regular car. There's no car that I And like they're still going towards electric too, I think. I think like so, they still yeah. have an electric department. Really? Yeah. They're still trying to move out some electric cars. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Their uh, their focuses and stuff. Like they're not not the trucks. No, I not test, the trucks. I yeah. 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 Not the I trucks. Think, yeah. I thought it handled, like I always wanted a hatchback. I've never really got to have one since my Dodge Omni when my first car ever. But um, I, I test drove a Ford Focus and I kind of liked it. I kind of like the way it okay. handled. Okay. So they're not all bad. I mean, Ford, Ford's <laughs> come a long way. Didn't didn't General Motors go bankrupt a little while ago? Yes, or, it's gone bankrupt more than once. Yeah, more than once. Yeah. And then they had a thing. They had a recall issue like about three or four years ago, didn't they? Where it's just like <laughs> something was blowing up on it too. So, but Volkswagen. I mean, they, they're almost every car company has been through this now. But Volkswagen is the one that just recently had another recall. I know because my wife. They were cheating on the emissions <laughs> test, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were. Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, documentary by Alex Gibney? It's on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but it was like an eight-part documentary series. Each part covered a different thing, and the first episode covered Volkswagen, where they were lying about their emissions, and they were doing weird tests on diesel fuel, Mm. which resulted in the death of monkeys, and they were also testing humans (laughs) inside of like- What? Yeah, the exhaust. (laughs) It was crazy. Those Germans. Especially because they're German, right? You think they would have like some (laughs) self-aware.
awareness. He's always right? gassing people. I saw Jojo right. Rabbit, and I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking, like, come on, guys. You should so be for audience members, if you tuned out, welcome back to Car Talk. With I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Tangent's back, baby. This is what we do. I've been reading so many, like, business textbooks, too, and that's just, like, the prime example that they'll use, like, of what not to do. Like, with the whole Folks emission set. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> crazy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> One of them is, like, a business ethics and law class, and so mm. it's, like, yeah, they're talking. Of course, they're going to have to talk about it. We're not that far yeah. from World War Two. Have some perspective. Have some, you know, where's the irony? <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll move on to movie news. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we'll finally wrap We, we finished that. up the new segment, yeah, the car, new news. Like car, talk, car news. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> like, even if you're not a car person, this movie like turns you into it for a couple hours. Yeah, you can't you, help. Yeah, it's you infectious like, that way. You do like. It, I want to yeah. buy a sports car now. Sports car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's gonna let me borrow his car, his Mustang, <laughs> after this. Yeah, after I take it into the repair shop again. So yeah. So the Sonic redesign. It finally got out there. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh man, it, it, look, looks, it looks better. Yeah, it looks, it looks a lot better. better. Yeah, a better. <laughs> it looks yeah. more like the actual cartoon. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is what you expect it to look. And, and that's so, what I think fans really wanted because yeah. the semi-real hedgehog too sort much. of thing. Yeah, it was too much. too much. Yeah, it's a it's it's quite a departure from the the video games. Uh -huh. And if you're gonna call it Sonic the Hedgehog, basing it off of the video game. Why not just keep right. I agree. certain details? You're not basing it off of real hedgehogs. You're exactly. basing it off of video games. Yeah. So, you know, lean more that way. But they were I, like, it's blue. It's blue. They <laughs> like enough. it. I didn't care about <laughs> the first one. I was not the, on the outrage machine on that one. I really yeah. could give a shit. I'm not really, I'm not really a Sonic a little person. Bit weird, but, but Jim Carrey, yeah. though. Was, I am yeah. so excited yeah, about Jim that. It, so. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might watch this one yeah. just because. I don't know if I'll see it in a theater unless you guys make me. I don't know if I would make you. I didn't say anything about theater. Ryan's, Ryan's the wild card. So <laughs> that's yeah. Ryan, yeah, Ryan's yeah. the wild card. I, know. Yeah, I have so. weird interests. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm always nervous around his picks. I'm Nebula, like, what are we gonna right? do? I mean, totally I'm either gonna right. like it or Nebula. I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, you can say whatever you want, but Nebula is hot. By the way, like, she's getting her own so did you read that? She's getting her own solo comic. Okay, oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. What I want though is just the movie. Just give her her own movie. Just give her own movie. Be great. Own movie. It's Gamora, <laughs> and it's not close. It's Gamora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't rewatched the trailer or the or the next trailer that came out for Sonic because I just I only saw that first one. I, I just saw, saw what I he just looks saw like now. It's on IMDb. Yeah, right? it's, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, so I mean, you can check it out if you want. Um, it's not on the top of my list, but mm -hmm. I, I'm glad that the studio did something, and I guess the fans are definitely going to go watch. Yeah, man. Sure. You were a Sonic fan. No, I was. You, were you a Sonic fan? I, uh, yeah, I was a Genesis guy, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was <laughs> a Sonic fan now. I played, I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. Genesis does, but Nintendo don't. That's right. Terminator Genesis. <laughs> Phil Collins Genesis. Phil Collins. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, of course, like release the Snyder Cut. I don't know if you guys noticed that hashtag. It's been trending for like yeah, all this yeah. week. I'm gonna put, right? it, on, I'm gonna put it on Twitter yeah. after the podcast. So it's been over. it's been trending all this week. Uh, Zack Snyder has been kind of semi leaking like images. I guess you could say. I saw the of, one uh, with uh, Aquaman at Superman's grave. Yeah, there's there's like one where like Aquaman. It, like, some of these images like don't show almost anything. Yeah, they don't show so, anything at so, all. Like, it looks like showing? yeah. If this is a PR campaign, they're doing a really good yeah, job. Yeah, everyone I wants the Snyder Cut, <laughs> it, it, and it's just like. Can't we've been hurt. talking about it for like a, a solid month now. Like every single week, we've been bringing up the Snyder yeah, Cut because yeah. something new comes out of the Snyder. But this is the most something's all because it was Aquaman, and it was Cyborg, um, it was like the 
Justice League writer says the no cut, the knows the cuts exist too as well. It was Superman's rebirth, you yeah. know. And and I like to think that Talking Flick, we guide the culture. Like, I agree. It's yeah. because the culture. It's because yeah. we're talking about it. Everyone else is talking yeah. about it. So, <laughs> I hope we get another GT40 MK1, <laughs> and we just fucking <laughs> crash at seven thousand RPM. Right. Yeah, Two thousand RPM. <laughs> Sometimes we just don't get out of the car. So yeah. we're gonna get into that. So one part of the movie that doesn't stick with the uh, the honest history, but we'll get to it. Oh, Okay, yeah. all right. I didn't <laughs> look up anything on history. A little teaser. But, yeah, a little teaser, teaser yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, so it's just, it's been nonstop. And I say just see just how much it costs. Yeah, see just how much it costs. It. Yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. If, if, It's if funny it's, that like you, Jason yeah. Momoa and Ray Fisher, Cyborg and Aquaman, like their stories kind of got shafted a bit. In oh, the yeah, absolutely. Weird Joss Whedon yeah. supercut there. So like I do think like there was room for Cyborg to have more of a, a role and a more important, play a more important factor, and especially the way the end the movie ends, although we don't know how Schneider's movie ends. Uh, and Aquaman got a lot to do and I thought he was good and funny. I like him when he was sitting on the rope of truth. Oh, yeah. And it was so like, some of that stuff was good, but like he didn't also get as much as we wanted him, I thought. Like, yeah. I mean, he had a solo movie. movie. Cyborg, did, which, yeah, yeah, so Cyborg was supposed Cyborg to get one. Not. Yeah, he did I think that one. was supposed to come out like in 2018 was the Cyborg It was on the movie. list yeah, yeah. of a movie and, that was supposed to come yeah, out. Yeah, when they did their whole phase thing, like what Marvel did with that, with uh, DC. I thought Ray and, Fisher like, was good. Uh, I would have probably watched that movie. Yeah. But I mean, again, like maybe sure, what, why not? Did you, guys, <laughs> did you guys get Disney Plus? Uh, I got it. I got, I got a it. sharing version. Don't call the cops on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have it anyway. But, but I was gonna going to say, away, like, bud. maybe yeah. what what DC could have done if they planned it more uh, correctly was do a couple series. Maybe Cyborg doesn't get a movie, but he gets a small, short, four, six episode series or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So mm. in case, like, you know what I mean? Like Netflix has this weird thing where, like, The Irishman. We don't know how much money it's going to make. We don't know how well it's going to do for Netflix, but it's almost insulated because if you release it on Netflix and the numbers are just kind of goofy, even if it does bad, what difference does it make? Yeah. There's mm. no like uh, bad press from it, right? So it came out. Bury uh, those numbers. A couple yeah, days yeah. ago, it was, <laughs> it was announced that uh, Eddie Murphy, who you know I liked in uh, My Name is Dolomite, um, uh, is doing Beverly Hills Cop 4 on Netflix. Yeah, that's what I heard. So it's going to be released on Netflix. So even if it's bad or doesn't do well, no one's gonna care because yeah. it, you know we don't know the numbers anyway. So feels like with uh, DC should maybe make a marriage like that that kind of insulates with HBO it from, or yeah, something. With the bad press, so. so. I mean, they, the Watchmen and HBO is going very well. Yeah. I always find it weird that you see the Warner Brothers logo, the DC logo, and the HBO logo back to back to back like uh-huh. that. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of jarring when you watch the Watchmen. It's like, oh, these three companies are actually <laughs> working together, working to, together do, to do something. Yeah, that's so, odd. And it's actually weird. good. <laughs> but I think they all, because you 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 um, spread out the risk a little bit. And I think yeah. like you can maybe protect yourself a bit from, you know, we live in a culture right now where like, you know. <laughs> but Tyler, <laughs> a few it's weeks rough. ago, didn't you comment that they the rumor is that it's done they have it and they just aren't really which i don't it. believe we did mention <laughs> oh i think i think that was there's been so many rumors about i this just thing, don't believe that the cgi think, is done i i it think yeah it's 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 finished but i don't think any yeah that's what it's they said the VFX, shot, like it's yeah. not it's not every done, scene yeah. that schneider wanted had to have been shot yeah okay so because they wrapped before they brought cavill back with the mustache thing right yeah so it's just that i don't think that the technology the cgi and all that stuff has been put in and i'm not sure it's been edited the way he wants it right to his you know he can he can say all he wants about the schneider cut but it's probably not the editing process couldn't have been complete yeah, yeah. when whedon came in so. i mean I, I have a feeling like josh whedon looked at it and was just like no yeah i, I think because <laughs> not the, just as far whedon, as i think y- warner brothers execs yeah. looked at it and said nope yeah not doing uh, after the bbs i like with the, which video, the game? video game oh, where uh, superman's a bad guy 
Oh, uh, Injustice. 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 Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a really good video game. Really well done. Uh, Warner Brothers like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably just way too messy, too. Because that was the thing with BBS. It was way too... see the black suit? Yeah. That would have been cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, actually, the mullet. The mullet in the, the black mullet. suit. The yeah. mullet in the black yeah. suit. The yeah. Superman <laughs> mullet would have been yeah, nice. Yeah. So. But uh, there's also uh, Black Adam teaser art dropped mm, to with, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, with, with the good. rock yeah so yeah. the rock looks good how is that it, movie but... gonna work i don't know how do they make a movie about a bad guy there, like I mean, that that's more like kid friendly and is gonna work in the shazam i don't know, I don't know if it's gonna universe. be too kid friendly. i don't think it'll be too kid friendly they'll, they'll, yeah they'll just splash in some co- are we gonna see in uh it? zachary quinto who's who's shazam zachary levi zachary, zachary levi, levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are we so. gonna see him in this or possibly just as a cameo probably yeah maybe like as a cameo or something but i feel like in that kind of like this is a risky one i think i'm not i wouldn't guarantee i think it's interesting though i think it's interesting like, yeah I'll give it they're, they're, warner brothers is you know i think feeling pretty big right now because joker made a billion right yeah, now yeah. so it's technically like the highest grossing comic they're book movie up, in quotes comic book muddy, movie yeah, i guess you could say oh, yeah so <laughs> but i think i think with this character you can make them maybe not like super super dark but you can make them evil anti-hero because that's usually yeah. what they do with solo villain movies they kind of make them more anti-hero than just full-on you know fully 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 evil and that's yeah, what they yeah, do yeah. With the you guys Joker are the comic too. guys i always bring that up is black adam like a very well-known i only know not, a little not bit about well him known. i only well-known. know a little bit about yeah, him yeah. so i i know that as far as like his powers are he's definitely similar a to shazam, character but, yeah yeah i would label him as a b character but i would also label shazam as like kind of a b character yeah, too yeah. as well shazam's so. had some pretty good arcs though yeah like, he's gone he to has to yeah, Superman, yeah. and he's done some cool mm-hmm. stuff so. he has done some cool stuff but as far as like popularity yeah. i'd probably label him as a b character but his powers similar to shazam they just take his powers from different greek gods i can't remember them yeah, off the top right. of my head yeah <laughs> i honestly can't i can't remember shazam's you know but it stands for like the S and the H and yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good. I'm excited to say. I know we got like teaser for it. Like, gosh, four years ago about this black at you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson being Black Adam. But now it's everything's kind of sort of finally getting into place. Just like how we're getting like an Invisible Man movie it's a too as well. Slow and moving. So, the Invisible Man movie looks weird. Uh, did you see that? Trailer? Yeah, I saw it. It didn't look too bad. It to looks me, more so, horror grounded, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, it didn't yeah. look too bad. But it's to definitely me, not. So. It's not meant to interconnect with anything else that's going on. But right? uh, yeah, no, it's just standalone. It's just standalone, it's just standalone so, which I think is better yeah. for now. It's, it's and it's from the perspective of like Elizabeth Moss's character, yeah. the victim essentially. So it's a it's a good way to look at it. So so okay, The Rock playing Black Adam. The Rock is a monster. He is jacked. Oh yeah, he's like, huge. He's, huge. he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. Um, and Zachary Levi, he's pretty big now though too. He's pretty big he's now. He's pretty also, huge. But... So. Little little padding in that suit. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I, I heard that was no padding. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that was that no was a, that was the big debate. Tyler touched they, it himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I had to go there and I, had to, I had to go down there. I, I challenge that. I want to poke no, the bear. That was that was like the How, big debate when uh, when the they showed uh, when they showed the vi- the picture of him in that suit. That was a huge debate. That's like that that's way too much padding. Wait. And then Zachary Levi's like, no, that's actually no padding at all. That's all like the rock. How, how tall is, is the like rock? Too the even, the rock. How tall is he? He's like uh, six four, six five. He's pretty short, isn't he? I thought, I thought he was just like around six feet. Oh, he's six five. Yeah. Well, Zachary Levi's like six two, six three, isn't he? Really? I got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't need them to stand on boxes is what you're saying soap boxes no i think Za- yeah zachary Levi, and he's chuck he's got yeah. all that you know secret cia you know uh knowledge in his, up in his head and so <laughs> i'm watching jack ryan it's not that good but everybody's oh, the me second a little bit season? of chuck yeah have you seen the first season of i jack did ryan? i saw the whole first season is zachary the first Levi? season really good or uh, he is three, uh, six three. He's six, yeah, six oh, three. Oh, okay. So it's like so a two inch difference. Okay. That's, That's not bad. Yeah, That's yeah. not bad. So <laughs> what I'll say about Jack Ryan is this: like I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Hunt for Red October. My favorite Jack Ryan is Baldwin. Ford is my second favorite. I like the Chris Pine standalone. I did not like the Ben Affleck version. 
So all of those seem like Jack Ryan to me. I've read a couple of the books. Mm-hmm. This guy makes weird decisions. It doesn't seem like he understands the character of Jack Ryan. The show's well done. The director or kind of just Jim Halpert? I don't don't know how they're putting it together, but I just think the choices they make to make it different, kind of like they're almost like imitating storylines from the books and other movies, but changing it to update them. And I think by doing that, they sort of undercut the character. You think they should have made it like a period type of piece or kind of just kept it It within a certain era? It works best in that Cold War kind of era. I just think it's Mm. better that way. But, you know, it's not terrible and I'm still watching it. So it's not, you know. See if, it, see if it takes it's, up. It's just yeah. fine. I'll it's, use Tyler. It's just, it's just fine. It's all it's just fine. fine. It's, it's all just fine. <laughs> My pure emotion is fine. <laughs> so, uh, other thing I looked up was uh, Luke Ferrigno is disappointed with Ed and Game's Professor Hulk. Really? So he was actually he's he's not exactly too happy as far as Luke like, Ferrigno. He hasn't yeah. been in in social consciousness in a long time. Yeah, he's, well, in, a, he's, he's in a Marvel he, uh, movie, right? He makes an appearance in there. He, somewhere. he has he has voiced like the Hulk in so many different like adaptations. So really? as far as from animated, oh, animated and even and in the first adventure. Avengers movie, he actually voices Mark Ruffalo's The Hulk in the very first Avengers movie. So when you so when you hear when the Hulk's talking or when he's grunting, that's all Lou Ferrigno. And then eventually oh. Mark Ruffalo took over all of it. Man, Mark and Ruffalo so, has uh, has an easy job. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah I know you get <laughs> Lou Ferrigno coming in. So, but he he has like done the character like so many different times basically throughout the year. So his whole thing is just. He was like, well, the whole thing that makes the Hulk interesting is you got these very two different personalities. Yes, yes, I agree. And he's like, he's like, I get that they're blending them together and everything, but it's just that Hulk personality isn't exactly what he wants it to be because he's just I like the Hulk needs it. to be hideous and he needs to be a creature, all this stuff. And Mark yeah, Ruffalo yeah. was like handsome Hulk. You know, we talked about it on our Avengers pod that that was one of the things that was like it didn't feel quite right. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. There were some funny moments in there with Ant Man. Yeah, and the that was his thing. Is the Hulk went too comedic? Yeah, too, but it was yeah, too much. Yeah. And again, like he didn't behave as smart as you wanted him, and he certainly wasn't like as, as Hulk. strong. Yeah. yeah, so it was a, just. A I, I mean, that's a trade off with Professor Hulk in general. He's the smartest Hulk, but he's not the strongest Hulk. I just hope in the future though that he loses control and then he goes to that strong stupid hook again like yeah you know. it was kind of weird because when you saw thor ragnarok and i'll bring up taika waititi a couple times on this episode that was a pretty good hulk a in cool my, yeah that was pretty cool and, and i thought it was actually like that's the hulk that like oh this is coming around yeah this guy yeah. could have his own movie this is yeah, going yeah. to a cool place and then they sort of go the other way in endgame and it's kind of i just felt like that was the one thing that felt odd it was just weird choice yeah there. i mean it didn't feel as odd to me because they had that five-year jump yeah, and like they yeah. were everyone was yeah. really hurting from half the everything going Which is in, still, so I, I give it credit avengers endgame that five-year jump was an i did not know that was coming yeah yeah, yeah so. really cool choice by but me. again i still the feel that that thor and hulk got the like the bad end of the stick like now they're just well the thor thing aspect. i actually like I, I, I actually like it thor it was thing, jarring yeah. but once i accepted it i was like oh, i kind of like no this. no people yeah <laughs> people are gonna like it. it they never went back, they're gonna have know? their opinions on it <laughs> but i just feel like now their characters have ultimately just become comedic relief then, yeah and I, I see what you mean and yeah. it kind of sucks because they lose some of their depth well i yeah. i think with thor love and thunder when you bring jane back into the picture i do think that you mm. could recon that enough to get them like first of all like w- without iron man and captain america now what you need are hulk and 
Thor to be around as tertiary characters, providing the father guidance and, mm. the, and the comic mm-hmm. relief to guide the young characters that are coming in or potentially the X-Men or whatever else is going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's not a bad thing, right? Like That's basically what Robert Downey Jr. had done for 30-something films, so it's not crazy to think that they're going to do that. But also, like, with Jane coming back, I think Thor will get his, his mojo back. Mm. He'll, he'll get a better, better arc or yeah, something. Yeah, start, in the, start doing crunches, <laughs> start doing planks and stuff. Well, crunches. I know, uh, you know, chest, for, not crunches. For Halloween, I was the, I was the big Lebowski, right? Oh, so, really? yeah, yeah, for, yeah so I didn't take any pictures. Uh, yeah, so, but uh, for, for Halloween, I was the big anyone Lebowski. can do that. Tyler. For Halloween, yeah, exactly. I was Spider Man. <laughs> for, for my life, I'm the big Lebowski. <laughs> but like, I, I went to a Halloween party, and there's a lot of people dressed up as Fat Thor. Wow. And, but there's that joke of Big Lebowski, so people kept on asking, like, "Oh, are you Same Thor?" Thing. And I was like, "One of the I same." Guess. Like, <laughs> like I was, I forgot I was even a reference. But, oh uh, man! But yeah, so we'll see what That's happens. That's just laziness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fat. Well, Thor. I had a wig. I had like the the glasses on at night, so it was really hard to see. Excuse and... me. It was actually it was a uh, comfortable Thor. It was That's... comfortable Thor. Yeah, <laughs> comfortable there you Thor. Go. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens with Professor Hulk. I mean, because I even heard like his injury that he got from uh, snapping. Snapping, his snapping is going to be staying there. He's going to have like a weird deformed looking arm mm. so i'm just like why would you go in that direction that's so well, where weird, are we gonna but... see him next I yeah mean, i don't know we don't even know what film probably, he's gonna show up next uh, i would say thor but now he's it's probably he's, the multiverse yeah probably uh, the multiverse Strange, he's probably right? just gonna stay on earth and chillax and stuff and you know have a cold one after after that giant <laughs> hang out she hulk that ended with endgame which you give him a lot of credit marvel uh did a great job with all that with disney I wonder, they're almost in the same boat as as DC now, where like you don't really know where it's going. Yeah. We got a lot of choices to make. They own they're every They're back character. into the, extern- they're the externals. The Eternals. Yeah, <laughs> the Eternals so a lot. So There's a lot of things that could happen that you know could change the trajectory of this yeah, thing. But, yeah, yeah. But I would say the one thing with the Eternals is that nobody really knows anything about them. I don't yeah, really know anything about them. about them. So you can do whatever you want. But I'm yeah, always, yeah, I'm no, always I agree. for Angelina yeah. Jolie and like, latex superhero. Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh Kamali, let's, let's Nan, and Johnny have hopefully said that right. He's going to be in it. Okay, Valley, so um, this is a really fun, interesting bit of news. So we like Nicolas Cage, right? Oh yes, I saw yes. this. Yes. I saw this. So uh, <laughs> by the way, he looks terrible. <laughs> what? How dare I you? That's like a national treasure. Lay it out there, Tyler. What is it? So, so that's what they should no, do. They should right, do national right. treasure. This is, this is they the should title. Do national treasure, uh, but with real Nicolas Cage, like a reality <laughs> show, <laughs> where he just tries to steal the decoration. I would actually, I would love to see that. Actually, yeah, I want just no legal repercussions. No destroys it. <laughs> oh shit! So uh, this is just the title of the headline because I thought it was hilarious. Nicholas Cage will play <laughs> Nicholas Cage in the movie. So. There was a lot of Andy Samberg jokes. If you watch SNL, he does an amazing Nicholas Cage performance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, they yeah. wanted like, how come they couldn't cast Andy Samberg as Nicholas Cage? It would be better. <laughs> I don't oh, know, but that's, that sounds insane. To I me. think it he is, is called... a crazy person. He is just a crazy person. The unbearable this, this weight in. of massive talent. That's going to be the title wow. of the movie. Are very subtle. Serious? Very subtle. So, title. Man, well, super humble. So the uh, the the script. I don't know about the title, but the script was already written before Nicolas Cage even had any idea about it. And so basically, he just kind of found out that there's a script out there about him, about Nicolas Cage, and like just kind of his antics, I guess. And it's just, I guess, Nicolas Cage is that, probably like, you know, it'd be awesome hilarious. if I actually played this role. <laughs> I played myself playing myself. But it's like a different version, I guess, of himself. Wow. And so I guess uh, the unbearable weight will follow Cage, who has reached rock bottom, uh, trying to land a role in the latest Quentin Tarantino film. Didn't we just see that in Human Centipede? But anyways, uh, <laughs> to reconnect with his teenage daughter and also overcome horrendous debt. In the film, Cage will have internal conversations with a 90s movie star version of himself. Of himself. 
Uh, Cage agrees to meet with a billionaire from Mexico who wants to cast him in a project, but chaos ensues when he learns the billionaire is a drug kingpin and is then recruited by the CIA to bring the so drug So this, this is fiction. This, this is fiction. This is a big it gets sense pretty of fiction. Weird. Yeah, okay, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. fiction. Or is it, Ryan? That's a, that <laughs> Nicholas Cage my, is an offensive actor. So my, understanding, like and, uh, <laughs> my understanding of this was it's supposed to be like this document. Oh, like very deep <laughs> yeah. and very meta? Absolutely well, not. The, um, you can't expect that from the Jean-Claude Van Damme tried this kind of meta thing, and it wasn't that bad. I didn't finish that oh, movie, that's but right. I watched like half of it. That's right. And it was somewhat it was. entertaining. It was on Prime. It was, yeah, it was on Prime. Yeah, it was, it was on Prime. JCVD or whatever it was called. I can't remember somewhere. what it was, but Jean-Claude Van Damme as yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, so. it was interesting. Wow. That was I like was taken aback because I didn't ago. know what it was when I put it on. I was like, oh, I'll just watch them with Jean-Claude. And then it turned out to be the super meta thing. And I was like, oh, this is really weird. It's freaking I, I just, out. <laughs> uh, 90210 on the comeback, the uh, mm-hmm. reboot thing they did was actually not them and their 90210 characters. It was them talking about coming back as a reboot, which is that was yeah. I only watched one episode of that. It was pretty <laughs> terrible, but it was interesting and meta. So we're we're kind of maybe we're doing a little too much meta. Maybe yeah. we're going a little too far. I, I hope I that, that this is just not just a gimmick. Like I right. Like, I hope that it's interweaved. It's a given. In, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. But I hope it's more interweaved into the movie. Like they. I, I hope it just doesn't get to a point where they could have just named him anything. It couldn't. It yeah. Have Here, here's to the be thing, Nicolas right? Cage. We we love yeah. Nicolas Cage, and we're all for cool choices. And and I remember him. I choose to remember him as the great actor. But I don't watch all these like straight to DVD or straight to direct TV on demand. Whoa, movies. Joe is amazing. So <laughs> some of them aren't it. bad. I'll give him that. I hear Mandy's like, really good. I hear Mandy's I really Mandy's good. Really I haven't. Good. I, and they're so. and he's going to reteam with that director. I think is that the guy who's doing this movie? No, I think it's someone else. Okay, but all, right. all I know is the writer. Yeah, but so. you know he. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe he needs steps. I think. <laughs> I think when it comes to this movie, if it was ever going to work, it would only work with Nicolas Cage. And yeah, Nicolas Cage. Agreed, I could agreed. not see Will Smith playing himself as another Will Smith. In fact, you give me he Gemini did. Man with yeah, Nicolas Gemini. Cage. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I disagree with that. What I would say is, you need someone that's like in their prime or nearer to their prime, and they want to ruin it. They want to ruin their prime. That's why nobody would do it. But like, if DiCaprio did it, it would be interesting. People would probably watch it. Yeah. So oh, he would never say yes to something. Like that. Oh man, if it was Leonardo DiCaprio and they went back yeah, to growing like pains, oh, I would have loved that. As long as we got each other. Oh. Yeah, Alan I'm, I'm curious I'm glad about you made this a, uh, appearance here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm song. curious. About I'm curious because it's just. It's going to sound completely crazy, but that's what Nicholas Cage, you know, that's Nicholas Cage. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. Oh, yeah. But I think that's he, But that man has an Oscar, too. We, so. and, and, and he earned it, believe me. Leaving Las Vegas is an incredible film. But what I think is, like, he's already crazy, so, like, we're not shocked by seeing any of this. Yeah. We've already kind of seen it in real life and him doing his impression of himself in movies. So, like, I think, you know. But it's, so getting, it buzz. it's getting some buzz. Yeah, it's getting some buzz. So I, so do we think it's going to make money? Is it going to be released oh, it's gonna a make lot money? of theaters? Is, is I don't see it having money? a high budget, and I think it'll make a decent amount of money yeah, if, if, yeah. Yeah, just agreed. people are crazy enough to like. I gotta see what this is. Yeah, you know? yeah. I gotta see. How I think this is once play it hits out. the general public, people this, are gonna be like, "Oh wow, that sounds this, interesting." Will this start the Nicolas Cage sons or whatever? Is this maybe make, is the comeback? I don't to, think so. Uh, and then he just ruins it. We don't want him to have too much money because then he starts buying like like Elvis's dead bones. Oh yeah, he buys stuff. like the most so, random. Yeah. Stuff, we can't we can't let him get super rich again. I watched Next. All right, it's not gonna happen. I saw that movie actually. He bought like the first Superman number one. 
He bought really? that. Really? And it got wow. stolen apparently at like one of his Wait, parties. What? Yeah. Are you he essentially serious? bought a marriage with uh, so Elvis Action Comics. Yeah. Action Comics number one. Yeah, he bought it. Wow. And apparently, the, I, I don't know the full full story, but apparently it got stolen at like one of his parties. Isn't that like I'd a couple? Wow. Isn't that a couple like million dollars? Yeah. So? Well, I mean, it was Nicolas Cage, and you know, he had money and stuff. You, you got all this Hollywood, and he would, buy, he would buy like dinosaur bones and ridiculous. stuff. He, I mean, when you have all that money, and you're just like a crazy. I guess eccentric guy in general, but uh, one thing I heard about Nicolas Cage when he comes to like his acting is apparently like when he does things, three point two million like, dollars. Uh, wow, shit. that's the current going rate. Wow. wow, okay. Action wow. Comics number one. Wow. I was curious. Wow, <laughs> someone just stuffed that in their pocket. Yeah, that was so bad. Anyway, so um, I hear when you when when it comes to him and his, his acting, his he gives like acting. does he does ten takes of like performances, okay. and I guess he like he labels him. <laughs> Like one through ten, and he lets the director any as far as craziest, like one bare minimum. Look, this <laughs> Nicholas turn, Cage. Turn the dial Five, a little bit more. About a half on the Nicholas Cage mark. Ten, way up there in Nicholas yeah, Cage yeah. mark. You know the vampire <laughs> one and Face Off or whatever. And then he lets the director choose which one through ten uh, scenes. And you know, what? based, based right off there. of his performances, I think they all choose off. the ten. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, no, actually, I think I think Face I think Off was like higher a three. than one through ten. <laughs> that was face the three on the three. Nicolas Cage yeah. meter. Have yeah. you seen Bad Lieutenant? Oh man, he's that is that's like that a twelve. One. <laughs> yeah, that's way out there. But you know what? The movies I like him in, he's the more subdued Nicolas Ghost Cage. Ghost Well, I'd say Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, Lord of War, Weatherman. Those are my big three. Okay. Where did, where's three Gone in 60 long. Seconds? Where's that? Yeah, where's that all on your it's list? A, on the shot. Fine. 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 Can you I make think, a different scale to Nicolas Cage? I think scale? I rated it a six. Man. It's a fun movie. I think that was uh, in his level of craziness. I think that was a two. The weirdest part about that was <laughs> his brother was Giovanni Ribisi, and that was ridiculous. <laughs> Ribisi, right? Ribisi. Isn't he related to like Francis Ford Coppola or something too as well? Really? Francis Coppola is Yeah. And he just like, what is it? His uncle? Yeah. And I was going to say, when you guys talked about the Truman Show, I I liken that movie to like the Steve Jobs kind of Francis Ford Coppola style. Um, I gave that movie a seven. I thought you guys gave it a lot of credit. I thought it was a really good movie, but not quite to the level you guys. Yeah. Thought. Um, Coppola Coppola is an interesting director. I, I was trying to come up with my list of the top five of my directors that are must see. He did not make it either. Okay. <laughs> Even though he's done some amazing work. He's a, so. he Apocalypse Now, right? He's an Apocalypse Now, The Godfather, mm-hmm. obviously yeah, yeah, Godfather yeah. Two, yeah, Godfather Diner. One, so. so he's he's done quite a few. Uh, you know, obviously memorable all timers, but he's also had some swing and misses that are really weird too. Yeah. He's a strange cat. That whole but, family's kind of weird. Sophia Coppola, actually, I think I like her more mm-hmm. on balance when you look at her entire. She did the Marie Antoinette movie with Kirsten Dunst that I really like too. So that whole family. When you come from a Hollywood family, you're just more likely. To you're going to be so yeah, if this movie, this movie comes out. If this movie comes out, are you guys going to go and see it? Yeah, go and I see think, it. I think I need to check it, it out. <laughs> I, need, I need. I think I need to check it out. Uh, I'll see like how the trailer looks. Yeah, yeah. True, uh, true. But honestly, I think it'd be easier if it came like to Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, really if it made would, that kind of deal, I would. I would probably watch it. I want to see him. Do they have like going to steal the declaration of release date on it? No, I didn't see a release date on all. So it's just it's. I think it's still early stages. Okay. Yeah, it hasn't gotten into production, so it's going to be a while. Yeah, it could go absolutely nowhere. Uh, my last bit of movie news is New Mutants, April 2020. Oh, Apparently, really? Disney in theaters Disney, or on Disney Plus? Uh, I think I read on, in theaters, Disney has not wow. pushed it back at all yet. I wonder so Disney why. hasn't pushed okay. it back I, at all. My prediction is they will. Yeah. They will not come out. 
because I don't think it's tracking well, and I don't think they're gonna want. <laughs> I want to see it because the bad press that'll uh, come from it tanking. I know we'll mess with them. Well, a bit. that's the thing. Like this was especially this to be... early into phase. What are we in phase four? Or phase gotcha. five? Phase I don't 20? think it'll mess remember. with them that much. So is this so? supposed to be sta- is this supposed to be standalone? So it, it's and it's sort loosely, of horror ground. I think it's semi loosely connected, but it was supposed to be the first in a trilogy of just pure standalone movies. Mm. Not with like a they'll harder be sort of they'll be loosely connected. Yeah, I don't know if all of them would have harder takes or harder horror takes. But they're supposed to be loosely loosely connected to the X Men universe. Made it seem pretty... But they weren't gonna have like cameos of Wolverine or you know what I mean they weren't gonna have any of the cameos. They were just gonna do their but own storyline. But it takes place line. at the same time. I think loose. I think it's loosely. Okay. They may have not just been like, don't worry about what universe we're in. We're it just gonna do our the own. The trailer thing. didn't <laughs> make it seem connected necessarily. To yeah, I don't. It definitely yeah, had I don't a tone know. that was different than anything we had seen before. But. So, two years know. supposed to come out April of 2018, and so, I, re- I remember uh, the uh, you know shouts to to Matt from the weekend at Bernie's episode. The first Doctor Strange trailer I saw had that weird like Inception horror vibe to it. Yeah. But then when you actually saw the movie, you're like, oh, it's just like another Marvel movie. Like another so movie. you know it is yeah, deceiving, like yeah. producer Ryan. Well, all phase one it was usually yeah. are. It was pretty movie. scary when they showed Benedict Cumberbatch being Doctor Strange. When, when he first scary. started talking, <laughs> I was very afraid. I am human. <laughs> I am from Brooklyn. I <laughs> am an American. Obviously. Look at my weird hand movements. <laughs> I'm the only one that could fix my hands. <laughs> we we talked about friends a little bit. We could just throw a quick shout out. Um, they're gonna do a uh, a reunion on HBO. They partnered oh, with HBO right. for that, so we're, mm. we'll probably get more stuff on that. Okay. And then Bill Murray's partnering with the Fairley Brothers again. I don't know for fans of Kingpin. I love that movie. It's very funny. Uh-huh. So oh yeah, yes, I remember that. The movie's yeah, called yes. The Now. We don't know a ton about it. And then uh, last bit of movie news was Taika Waititi is doing a soccer movie to follow up Jojo Rabbit. Mm, interesting. Based, right. uh, based on a Samoan soccer team that lost a game like 31 to nothing in the World Cup. Jesus. And then comes back, hires a coach, and like has a, you know. They're just letting him do whatever cool he wants. Yeah, yeah, like cool runnings. Running. Yeah. The cool <laughs> runnings of soccer, yeah. I think in a sports movie, Taika Waititi could do some cool stuff in a sports movie, so I'm down for that. Have That's you guys seen uh, uh, Shaolin Soccer? No, I haven't. No, I saw oh, Bend It Like Beckham, and I love that movie. That's actually an underrated movie. I haven't. Maybe one of these days I'll put on Shaolin I've Soccer. Seen, uh, <laughs> I've seen She's the Man, where Amanda oh, Bynes yeah, dresses yeah. up as Amanda yeah. her supposedly yeah. twin oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Amanda Bynes, I, I liked her. I, uh, <laughs> I saw like the last like 20 minutes of it on just regular TV, right? And like she's just like, no, I'm my twin brother. And then, of course, like I remember looking at them, it's like, okay, the height is completely off. Yeah. There's, they don't even look like each other. And Channing Tatum's in that movie, too. So, yeah. 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 That's, when, that that's when he questions his sexuality, right? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a, it's a Mulan, it's Mulan thing. Yeah, it's a Mulan that's situation. That's how he did it. He yeah. didn't do it at Magic Mike. No, no. <laughs> he was completely comfortable in that. He knew where he stood yeah, but, with yeah. Amanda Mines. That's All the guy right. you want to be Gambit, just for the record. Yeah. No, I'm on the other side of that. I don't want him. I don't want. I, don't, I want someone. I just want Gambit. I want. Taylor I, want I don't know his Kitch name, back. but I wanted Sawyer from Lost to be Gambit. Uh yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I saw some name? concept yeah, of could, art from him that. back in like 2008 of him being Gambit, and it was really good. But anyways, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Unless you guys have any other movie news you want to throw in there, real quick. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so today we're gonna be doing Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> the movie where you go vroom vroom. Go yes. faster. <laughs> and executives, no muy bueno. And so, <laughs> we're, lighter, we're faster. And if that don't work, we're nastier. We're nastier. <laughs> and he does. The best thing about Damon in this movie is, I don't know if any Letterman fans, uh, he he always did a Matthew McConaughey impression when he went on Letterman. Oh. It's, it's like he's doing his Matthew McConaughey impression for the whole, the whole movie, movie, which you know what? is genius. Both That's Shelby hilarious. and McConaughey are from Texas, so it That's works. Hilarious. I give him credit for that. But are <laughs> he they goes all tough? in on it. <laughs> are they built for tough, though? 
<laughs> more, more or less. More or less, the so. bad guy. So uh, Josh Holloway. That's uh, the guy who plays Sawyer on Lost. Oh, okay. that's the guy. Yeah, I, I can see that. With send me that, hair, can, send me that concept hair, yeah. art on Twitter. I want to check that out. It's so long. This is <laughs> like seems two, a little small. This is like 2006. Plus, you got to remember, you got to do that it. Louisiana thing. If you can't yeah. do the Louisiana thing, you can't do the act. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Get it, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's Cumbersnatch. Yeah, Cumber. Latch. Anyways, what's your hot take on this movie, Ryan? You telling me that Jason Dis- Bourne fights Batman? Are you saying? <laughs> you tell yes. me that? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh Two man, heavyweights, <laughs> heavyweights going at it. I love it. <laughs> After Batman picks up groceries, <laughs> he broke his back. So there's a you know. There's broke, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, how how this movie do? What's All right, the, so the, the numbers go it? like this. This is what I like about this movie. This is an adult movie. It's an adult drama, historical drama, somewhat of a biopic. Expensive budget, $97, $98 million budget, wow. so touch under 100 which is pretty good. Uh, this is 20th Century Fox that distributes this movie. The opening weekend is tracking for about 30 31 the United States, about mm-hmm. 2025 overseas. This movie will most likely at least break even and probably turn a profit for 20th Century Fox. The reviews have been incredible. You're going to be shocked. This is shocking. I was shocked by this. I wrote my review last night, so I didn't check it till after I wrote my review. 92% critic, so certified fresh, and that's holding steady with a lot of reviews in. Audience, okay. you want to take a shot at audience? Uh, 2,500 uh, takes on the audience. And I want to say... Probably seventy-five to eighty percent. What do you say, producer Ryan? I want to say seven seventy-five. Ninety-nine. Oh wow! Okay, twenty-five hundred right. reviews in. That's quite a bit. So it's not. It might drop, but it's not going to drop that much. Yeah. So it maybe like will fall around ninety-five, ninety-six. Everybody seems to like this movie. It seems to be a crowd. I think, yeah, this so. this movie has a very select demographic, I guess you could say. As I far as either, I think it's more broad than you think. It I is. I would mm. say either older generation. Or if you just love cars. I think it actually marries like the older, grumpier, get off my lawn generation with the Fast and the Furious generation. Mm. Plus, Bale and Damon have their fan bases. I'm certainly, I have a man crush on Matt Damon, so I see almost everything he does. So Uh like you're getting a a decent convergence there. And I think the ladies, there's enough ladies out there that like both of these things that can intolerate and like cars too, that you get enough of the female audience. I think it's going to have some staying power also. Yeah. I, I would definitely think it's going to cross the $100 million mark in the United States, which means it's definitely going to turn a profit. And, so, and I don't okay. know what it is about the trailer. Like, I'm not really a car guy and stuff. Yeah, like, I'm not really a car yeah. guy either. But, but I once see, I saw the yeah. trailer, I was like, that looks interesting. Used, I don't know what it was. They used that but they song in the trailer, which is an interesting choice. I forget the name of that song. I should have looked it up for the pod. Um, but it's a very popular song that it's kind of like a happy song. And they put it with... I'll look it up later. But they put it... With with the racing and all this, like it's really a tragedy and triumph movie. Friendship, cars, yeah. bureaucracy. There's a lot of stuff going it's on. It's your, but, it's your sports. But the movie. way they sell it to you yeah. is like you're going to have a good time at the movie. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Which yeah. is really interesting, and I think it really, really smart. Yeah, it's in, your... in contrast, Charlie's Angels with a 75 million dollar budget made eight million over the weekend. It is definitely. Gonna, it's probably going to lose like a hundred million. Or what so. was the budget again so, on uh, Charlie's Angels? Oh, not Charlie's Angels. Uh, Ford versus Ford versus Ferrari. Just under a hundred million. Just on, oh, okay. Mm. So, which is a lot for Mangold. You know, Mangold did the Wolverine yeah. movies. Mm. And Logan. prior to that, he hadn't spent a ton of money on movies. So. Okay. All right, we're just going to take a quick commercial break. All 
right. And as always, we'll kind of go non-spoilers into spoilers. But yeah. Spoiler yeah. warning always. But yeah, I think this movie is generally going to please everybody. I think it is for like that older generation. But also think like if you're a car person, you'll really like this movie. Yeah, and it's a good it's yeah. a good sports movie. It, I, you know, I, I was going to say very that good the, sports movie. the Ford GT40 MK1, MK2 that you see in these movies. We talked about it in real time because I saw this movie with producer Ryan. Like the evolution of the car. It's like, yeah. Man, that's a fucking yeah. cool car. It's, <laughs> it's, it's undeniable. And I'm not the biggest car guy, but still like it puts you in the driver's seat and it makes you want to just go vroom. And I will you know? say that so Nick and I we watched this at the Galaxy Theater uh-huh. here in Sound Las Vegas. Crucial, yeah. yeah. Uh we went we went to the DFX, the one uh, with the uh, surround sound. Like, feel it. Yeah, feel yeah. it in your bones. Yeah, you feel the it. The sheets the, the, the seat shakes basically. So. Oh no 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 that would be dope. That would be dope. No, but this is the one with the the better sound quality on it. You could but it was like fifteen bucks. Oh okay. So but the the sound quality, you gotta hear it. It really does make a difference when you feel the rumble of the bass from all the engines. Okay, going and I, I want to give Mangold credit. He, you know, he's done "Walk the Line," which I thought the sound mixing in that was incredible. He won a couple Oscars for that one. Um, and he's done this one. Those are the biopics he's done. But he also did the Wolverine movies. I don't love the first one. The Logan was better than Wolverine. But the mm-hmm. sound mixing in those movies is really well done. He does a great job. Marco Baltrami, who did both of those uh, movies, the sound for both those uh, Wolverine movies, also puts music in that doesn't like interrupt the action so it's like the music is playing behind the engine revs yeah which yeah, is yeah really well done they layer it in such a way where you really kind of feel like you're on the racetrack yeah and it's Le Mans, so it's like on the streets like they talk about it's not a racetrack all the time they're on the testing track they're in the car garage then they're in Le Mans on the streets of friggin france yeah so it puts you there you make it kind i of, felt like i was there yeah, you kind yeah. of feel <laughs> like you were there yeah it was really interesting it's long though it's two it's a it's a little over two hours i think i want i don't i didn't feel say. the 232 232, but to me, is it like, really 232? Yeah, 232. Holy it shit! Okay, long, yeah. I, I would say probably around like that two we hour mark. That's when I felt it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And I want to say as far as because they they do that thing where you know, of course, it's like the hero's journey and everything. They have to accomplish a certain amount of tasks to, before they get to where they want to be at. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're just like there's too many roller coasters as far as we have to accomplish this. Okay, yeah. that got on the way. Now we have to accomplish this. Oh, okay, now that got on the way. Now Agreed. we're finally at our final Agreed. kind of destination. Well, I felt like there's so, too many climaxes. Yeah. I'm gonna defend it. In but this I did way. like the I did like how they reached those climaxes though. Yes, for yes. for when me, they get to and it, I wrote so. on the blog on RealWatchBilly.com. You can check out the review. I thought that they didn't spend any time really getting to know Carol Shelby or Ken Miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost nothing. You have the family of Ken. Yeah, Miles. Yeah. You have the Could, family. That, that yeah. girl is wonderful. Katrina Ball. If you saw, you see her in Outlander. She's fantastic as his wife. The son, the son Noah Jupe, who's in Honey Boy and gets rave reviews. Probably as a the young worst actor. part of this. He was movie. weirdly. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I'm not gonna say it was a terrible. I wanted but less of the family. Yeah, well, less sure. of the son. It was yeah. a little too much of that. Although some of those scenes are important, especially when you know the ending of the film, no, which we'll get man. into. No. <laughs> but but to your point, what they do, the, the reason it's two thirty and the reason it goes a little bit long is because they choose to show forty. They spend forty minutes at Le Mans, 1966, the race. Yeah. They really put put you there. You know, it reminded me a bohemian rhapsody which they give you the whole 17 18 minutes of the live aid 1985 performance so it's a choice by mangold that he's going to spend that much time at Le Mans. now maybe he could have cut out 20 more minutes earlier with the bureaucracy yeah. of ford and the josh lucas goofy bad guy and some of that stuff but i don't i don't know if you're going to stick with the true story and they don't really mess with a lot of it you kind of had to build it such a way yeah. where the end is the payoff. And because Le Mans is a 24 hour race, you have to sort of spend some time on it. Yeah. And that's and what they do. They make, you know, they show Bale sleeping, they show the drivers switching. But, you know, it's kind th- of a that choice. was That was a thing, too, when talking about like the time frame. The time frame was just very weird. Like 61 to 66, give or take. 
So what are you talking is, about? That's the time frame that's happening in that movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then they approach Shelby in early 60s, then they design the GT40, mm. the MK1, then they race one time, which they don't even really show. Yeah, yeah. Ford doesn't place because none of the cars finish. Yeah, yeah. Then they get Ken Miles, they go back in 66, that's where they win. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, so. and yeah, so that was weird. And even before so that, you see- That's basically uh, five years, I want to say Carroll Shelby won in 59, so he won Le Mans in 59, that's the very opening, mm. where yes, he, yes. yeah, he realizes he, he has the heart problem. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but that was, so that's a five-year thing, and yeah. it's just kind of weird how it went. I and wish they gloss kind of, over it. Yeah, they There's, gloss over they it a lot. The way it's edited that And way. I wish that they kind of put some timestamps in there or something so that it shows a progression of time because it made it seem like it all happened in one year. It, do, it yeah, does feel, it does and feel I, like I do, that. Yeah, yeah, I have the same problem with it. And I, as I was watching it, I was trying to decide, is this a choice that I like or is this something that I'm going to ding the movie for? And in the end, because it's it's action-packed in like the weirdest way, like they're fighting each other. They're, these two heavyweights are going toe-to-toe because they have this weird chemistry together, Bale and Damon. And then you're fighting Ford. Now they're going to team up against Ford, who are the bad guys. Well, now the Italians are the bad guys, and we're going to hate the bad <laughs> yeah. so like, It's keeping it moving, and I think that's what Mangold is going for yeah. there. So he doesn't care necessarily and if you know what race or what year or which car they're driving. Just enjoy the ride yeah. a little bit. And, so I kind of, uh-huh. you know, I was okay with it. And I enjoy the ride, and as far as the pacing goes, I would say not really cutting anything as far as like between the Ford executives, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they show that as far as in the trailer. Not cutting anything between Ford executives or even like the Shelby team, or I would say probably cutting as far as like the Sun family dynamic. A little bit of the at least scaling it back a bit. But the thing is, like we're 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 not into spoilers, but when you get to the end, there have to be some payoffs there. Yeah, even those feel rushed. My thing on the blog was there's some tragedy in this movie, and because they don't spend any time getting to know Shelby, getting to know Miles, and spending a a ton of time on the family, or or at least their friendship, the the payoff at the end is a little bit lackluster. Yeah, 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 and I. I agree that there needed to be a relationship between Ken Miles and his son, but I felt like juxtaposed with the Shelby relationship. Yeah, yeah, but 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 just with what they're they're talking about and what they're dealing with, I just feel that some of the relationship was contrived. A lot of it was just like, oh, we need to manufacture some sort of thing that they with can the talk son, about with I a connection. Thought. Yeah, because the yeah, son didn't son. look like. Yeah, I, with... I bet my life he's not going to be a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh hell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not with that curly hair. And those, that baby, but those yeah, baby, but uh, that, that's what I'm saying though. The, the relationship <laughs> with the son it needed to be better than what it was, and they just made this like pseudo kind of. Of relationship and he talked about like the perfect lap or whatever i actually and like that scene where I, he's like you just feel it you don't do this you do this for those no yeah that first like, one you know, that, the first there. time when he's talking that about it good in, in the airstrip yeah. but when they're they're talking oh, in the, the room end. and then in the end and yeah. stuff i'm like okay but you have to have that, that first necessary. scene to have the second one maybe only one of them works but i at least get what, what like the story jez butterworth wrote this he's the guy who wrote edge of tomorrow we've talked about him in the pod before him his brother and jason keller wrote the script i do think the script probably went through the car wash a couple times yeah but it doesn't it's not edited poorly like some of the other movies we mm. see that no it's not, not. I, I would say and that then edited not i felt like I, I would have watched 20 more minutes of this movie i know they probably warner brothers didn't, or 20th century fox would have wanted that yeah but i would have watched three hour epic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also when you think about car guys i know some car guys um, you know, they're not, you know, the most verbose, they're not going to sit there and shoot the shit all day long, you know? So I think like, you don't need to explain a lot because these guys go to work and they race cars. There's not a lot else there. Well, yeah. what, I will <laughs> say, what I will say though, is I do like the editing and in 
in respect to the the time frame thing, the way that it is edited, that's my biggest gripe is because they don't have this sense of progression or time. It makes it seem like they were on the clock every yeah. at all time. Yeah. And they were Plus, under yeah, the lot. ninety day thing, but in which they failed within the ninety days, yeah. or supposedly. It, it, if they, like, if they, why, why even point out that you're going to do it in ninety days if you're going to fail? It's kind of weird, right? You yeah. could have. It is you didn't have to be historically that, yeah. accurate on all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think he actually wanted to be on some of it, and that's why actually some of that hundred million dollar budget was they rebuilt the Ford plant, which doesn't show up in the movie a ton. Okay. They had rebuilt the full Lamar set, I think in Georgia or something like that. So they spent a lot of money on sets to be accurate. Yeah. But we don't care that much about that. Yeah. <laughs> the no. cars we care about, and the car should be nominated for an Oscar because it's beautiful. Oh yeah. But yes. the the sets in the background they could have probably spent less time on because ultimately with mm-hmm. Bill Damon and the story and the competitiveness of racing you don't really need the other stuff as much so mm. you guys ready to go into spoilers yeah let's do it so uh it's not really like a major thing with the movie but it was just funny whenever they mentioned money in the movie because they're just like two hundred dollars a day and they're like <laughs> yeah. kind of silent i'm like what year is this again like <laughs> i'm just like and they're just like we're gonna buy what was it we're gonna buy ferrari for 14 million dollars and i was like okay wow. well, i had to kind of remember what year it yeah, was yeah, because yeah. for a second i'm like that doesn't seem like a lot. It's, like, <laughs> it's also crazy to think like these drivers, Ken Miles was a, su- a successful driver. He helped Shelby in real life design those Cobra cars that Shelby was so famous for oh. prior to the Mustangs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he he had, he was a reputable driver and he had a nice career, but he didn't have any money. Mm. You know, oh. you don't make any money as a race car driver, yeah, certainly yeah. not as a circuit racer. So this was a big deal. And Shelby, obviously, who sells cars, you could tell he wasn't raking in the dough. These are guys that are passionate about cars yes, but haven't yes. made millions of dollars like Ford is and yeah. I think that that was supposed to be like these are the working class car guys who love it and then the Ford guys are the bureaucratic guys who do it for the money it didn't quite work you know <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know there's a it pisses about- you off I yeah. want to yeah, I want to say that does, you, you yeah. feel you feel the emotion as far as like you son of a bitch especially as far <laughs> like when uh when it turns out Bale doesn't win because of a technicality, which is so, crazy, uh, and I could, it's true. Miles doesn't Absolutely win. Yeah, Miles doesn't yeah, win yeah. because they made he, that choice. He slows actually, down. He was, and, he was record-setting laps, and he was he was told to slow down and did, which is fascinating. And the technicality, did you guys get the technicality? Yeah, Why? because yeah. the guy who was who was he last, started, or he, he started he, further he started last, back, yeah, which further is back. Crazy, what a crazy. Which thing, is right? because he didn't he lap them or he didn't lap them or he slowed down. Well, for he slowed down so there were no more laps. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's uh So he needed to finish 20 meters ahead of him or something to actually win. And the and the worst part about it for Ken Miles is if you really like the Bale character and you want to learn more about Ken Miles is he was going for the Triple Crown that year. He won at least back then the Triple Crown was Daytona the 24-hour yeah. race, Sebring the 24-hour race, and now Le Mans. He would have been the only guy ever to have done that. Wow. And yeah. Ford screws him out of that, which oh, is insanity. You're a racing fan. Yeah. yeah so, unbelievable. <laughs> it is funny when uh when Matt Damon, I guess, basically Shelby kidnaps uh, Henry Ford Jr. and yes, takes him driving. Scene. It is, it is very, yeah, and that's a very good scene yeah, with the it driving. Is scene. It's yeah, very yeah. good. And it's Tracy, very good. Tracy and lets, so, breaks down. Yeah, oh, man. He, he starts crying. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tracy lets a, you've seen, he played the father in Lady Bird, which I, I like that performance a lot. He's mm-hmm. also in the big short. You've seen him around. He's a character actor. Yeah. He plays Henry Ford II. Great job. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And Not Henry scene, Ford the like, Fourth. That scene could have really been bad with <laughs> yeah. the tears and the emotion coming out. But like, you don't know where it's going. And then he starts talking about his father. I wish my father was here to see this. Yeah, yeah. Great payoff. Great writing. <laughs> I thought that worked perfectly. Yeah. So and I like the point as far as there, we need a certain person behind the wheel of this car to handle yeah, this yeah, because exactly. of how fast it can go. What I didn't like though was 
in the very beginning when he stops production inside of the, the factory and then he's yelling to all the employees. Oh, yeah. Why is he doing that? Why did he do that? Because they're just the workers. Yeah, yeah, they're just the workers. You should be talking to your suits, guys. What are these guys doing? They're building your cars. They're already working hard. Your suits are not working. <laughs> I, I, these I, damn I, CEOs. I agree, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and believe me, we see and it sometimes in the day job. I get it. I get stuff. it that there's an idea of like the uh, upper management versus yeah. the working class and that there's a huge gap. Like. I felt that this whole movie, what it was gassing it or what was motivating a lot of the drive for people that enjoy this movie is that underdog story. Yeah. That these people. Uh, well, I think it's I th- I do think there's some America versus Europe there. But yeah, I, there but is. I there really is. I think it's uh, friendship rooting for the yeah. friendships more important than competitiveness the only thing is once the car revs and you're on the race and bureaucracy track, is bad yeah and <laughs> I, I, I get natural. that i get that i'm talking like that's in the i'm not saying that it's driving the emotion overall in the movie but there is that aspect of while i was watching the movie it was like yeah take that you suits or take that <laughs> yeah Italy. I, I, some, Italy. <laughs> what i would say is like there is shades of Mad Men in there and i think yeah, I actually it. john bernfall who's the yep. punisher does a great job as lee iacocca and they don't spend a ton of time but what what it is is those Ford Falcons coming off the assembly line. Ford is punching out cars at low levels so people, can, everybody can have a piece of the American dream, have a couple cars in the driveway, but they're not inspired cars. Yeah, they're not catching the you know America's youth. They're yeah, not getting the yeah. baby boomer kids. You know, they're that that's what they that's Coming what Lee Iacocca's yeah. idea really was, and he had failed a couple times prior to this. This actually works. You win a race, you have a fancy race car, even though you don't sell those off the lot. All of a sudden, Ford means something different. To yeah, yeah, they're something. not yeah, Goober. That was that was else. a good scene though. With and it, he needed to set it up. It was important. Yeah. To Inside of the uh, the 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 meeting that yeah, they yeah had it was like with uh, PowerPoint pitch. presentation like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I wanted John Hamm in there but he actually Bernthal does a nice job yeah no yeah, I, I thought get... it was great I thought it was awesome yeah and then he kind of takes a back seat after that which I also think is fine you know he was kind of subdued after that yeah so. yeah no I think it's good and it's as far as like with the executives too or I guess you could sit, we'll just label them as the suits yeah so like the suits, the suits. Yeah. who was the who was <laughs> the guy the guy uh, is who John Bernthal that played dude he goes um, on the balding on the head yeah he's the one who's he's the he's the main prick yeah he's the main he's the main prick Josh Lucas Josh Lucas there you go from yeah, Sweet yeah, Home yeah. Alabama, who, by the way, I like as a good guy. He was in the crappy Poseidon Adventure reboot. I don't know why that <laughs> oh, guy yeah. gets cast as a bad guy all the time. Now. All right, so he's that, like, uh, come you on, know, he's that dude needs a paycheck sometimes. I, I like so, he yeah. was a co- he was a college coach in a movie. I liked that dude before. looked like uh, the guy from The Office. He that really took over from it up. Uh, over Steve Carell. What what is his name? Ed Helms. Ed oh, Ed Helms. Yeah, he looks Andy, like. Yeah, Ed I Helms. disagree. I don't think he looks like Ed. I don't think he looks like Ed. I swear. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's something wrong with my eyes. But as I was doing this, it's like, man, this dude is. Is terrible. <laughs> I just kept on thinking about the office and I was like, I laughed at your jokes. You're why are you why are you such a jerk right why now? Are such, why are you being so mean the, right the now? The funny thing about that is when you do, when we're into spoilers, and for those who care about, you know, obviously it's a historical drama, Ford had entered eight cars into this race. Of those eight cars, I think in the movie they don't t- say it's that many. I think it's three or something. Yeah. Uh, but in real life, it was eight cars. Of the eight cars, three were controlled by Carol Shelby. The other five were controlled by other Ford teams. Um, right. So it was basically them versus each other yeah. as a way to, to win also. Ferrari for this race, who normally would enter three to five cars, entered only two cars because they were so cocky that they were like, we're, they can't beat us. No chance. So they only had two cars, which is why when they crap out, they're done. 
and it allows the Ford team to basically dominate the whole race because of how many cars. So there's power in numbers there a little bit too. Yeah. But I, I almost think like they spend time making it Shelby versus Ford, his team versus the other Ford teams, but there's not a lot of that. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they, so, they don't spend enough time on any of it to really make you root for Shelby over Ford. You're still ultimately rooting for Ford to beat the Italians. It's kind of how it ends I up. Think I think I probably, as far as watching this movie, I think I was more for just Ken and, yeah. and Shelby. Yeah. You know, the you know, basically the team. I was definitely more for Team Shelby than any of the And board. on that note, I'm yeah, yeah. Ask the executives. I'll never forgive myself. I don't ask the practical question. I did not ask it for once upon a time in Hollywood. Who gets the better of this deal? Who's better in this movie, Damon or Bale? Ooh. Because I have a hot take on it. I'd probably have to give it to Bale. I, I, I would have given it to Damon. Really? Too, I would, I'm a Damon guy. I I like, you know why? Bale, because so. Bale really t- turns it up. He almost does yeah, Nicolas yeah. Cage on this thing. And he, he's like, oh, whoa, baby, I feel that car. You know, like he does yeah. all this weird. And he's and, and the odd thing about Bale is he's using his real accent, which nobody believes. But that's like he <laughs> that's has this weird like no, Welsh British no, real accent. Yeah, he's got but a But you don't know accent. it because in a lot of interviews, he talks American for some reason because everybody makes fun of his accent. <laughs> so they, he's basically saying in interviews, that's what I talk like. That's how I'm just using my regular voice. And obviously, Ken Miles is British, so it works out. Um, but Damon is doing his Matthew McConaughey sort of Shelby thing, and it's <laughs> it's really infectious. It's he's like you, he's easy to root for that guy, even when he's a dick. As producer Ryan points out, when he like zips out of the like suburban streets. Oh yeah, yeah, he's still an asshole. They're all assholes, really. They're all alphas, right? But like <laughs> it, he still can root for him in such a cool way. And I think the ending where he visits um, Miles' wife yeah. after the tragedy is it, it's it works because of how much you like Matt Damon and, and how much you like his character. for for Christian Bale like. With his character, he's dealing with like family problems. He's dealing with racing and stuff like that. Most of his like issues are dealing with inner inner inner, yeah. inner demons and stuff like that, or working through that stuff. With Matt Damon, he's doing all the background stuff that Christian Bale is not privy to, which is hard. Yeah, yeah, and, I guess and it's it. a yeah, lot right. of pressure on his back, and he has to deal with making these decisions like. How do I tell my friend who is passionate about driving that he can't drive more or, than once? Basically, yeah. 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 And then I feel like we, as an audience member, you relate more to Matt Damon because it's that pressure that's on you. You have the higher ups talking yeah. to you. You're talking to your friend, Christian Bale. He's dealing with his inner things. And he we, has we, the easier, yeah. it's the easier role. I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not yeah. going to say that it's he dies. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I'll say is, <laughs> I think it's the easier role. <laughs> some some yeah. people just See, take the easy way out. It ended for him. He's good. He doesn't listen, worry. We'll talk about it. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who's got the more difficult roles? DiCaprio. Or is it Pitt? Oh, who's got the more difficult roles? Oh, probably uh, what's his name, Pitt. I think it's yeah. Pitt. And I think it's pretty clear, right? DiCaprio's got the easy. This is the same thing. Damon has the heart. You have to like both the guys, which is easy because they're both famous and they've both <laughs> done a lot of stuff. Everybody really likes them. But you have to root for Damon's character for the whole yeah. movie to work. Yeah, yeah. I root and for it, both of them. So. I root for both of them too, but I'm just saying, like, I think Damon I want, gets nominated for an Oscar. I'm I want sure everybody to do a good job. I want the guy in last place to get a participation <laughs> ribbon. You know what the beauty like? is? They spend enough time with the opening. It's why the opening is such a good choice of him doing Lamont in 1959 and, yeah, yeah. and realizing uh-huh. his his heart isn't good or whatever. Then you see him chewing the pills. Then you see him working the bureaucracy of his own sales team. And then the stuff with Ford where he has to go to those meetings. He has to convince Henry Ford. And then the great scene where he gets him in the GT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. Like the, all that stuff really works. And it's indicative of like a storyboard that really came together well to make two hours and 32 minutes of uh, driving a lot of fun, you know? So, yeah. All right. Can we talk about, okay, so we'll go a little further into the ending or what I thought was going to be the ending, but then 
wasn't the ending. They do a good job in making people douchebags. Like yeah. I didn't. They didn't. Well, Josh Lucas again. <laughs> I feel bad for him. It was terrible. Leo I, BB's I his character. And and <laughs> and I did not know. Even what, Henry Ford the Second kind of kind of douchebag. Yeah, yeah, kind of douchebaggy. Yeah, yeah. You report to me. All right, I'm gonna put this guy in charge. You can see like when he's in the GT and crying, he has the romance with cars too, but. He still he lives in the suit boardroom, yeah, yeah, and he can't get out, he can't separate. But it. I don't understand why he, George Lucas. What was his na- character's name? Josh Lucas was Leo BB. Is uh, that it? Oh, Josh, Josh Lucas. Lucas. Uh, yeah. Leo <laughs> BB. Okay, I don't understand what was his problem. What like you're part of the Ford team? You're gonna win regardless. I, know, like, I guess it was the like, image. He had it more than anything else. He just yeah, had, yeah, he just had it out for him. It's personal and, for and this guy. That is such a d bag thing. And also the Italian driver. They didn't even spend any time on him. They just showed him, and you're like, man, I. hate this dude just, just, no. the, just the haircut alone hey, it was that guy right yeah. <laughs> in a weird way enzo enzo ferrari who um who's played by uh, what's that guy's name uh remo Girone, i think i don't know how to say it in italian but he actually is really well done and he they make a choice that i thought was interesting he speaks italian a couple times with no subtitles mm. which is cool because like you don't need to know everything yeah i noticed so, that yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no like, subtitles we, yeah, we don't yeah. need to know the subtitle we get it and then he does make fun of um Henry Ford the second showing up in a helicopter. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like you could see the and by the way, they take it in the Italian factory when they're trying to make that pitch, which is a real story. Ford um, was declined by Ferrari yeah, yeah. when they tried to buy him in real life. Um, but you see the engines being handmade. Yeah. Which is like that is you can take yeah, your hat to yeah. that too. Like, wow, they really take the time to put this thing together. And I, yeah. I do one man makes the whole thing. There engine. was a point where I did feel bad for Ferrari. Me too, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> which I think is what Mangold was going for. There's a yeah. little bit of it, it, It's there. like with this movie, it's I didn't feel oh, as bad. It's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> it's a bit of a roller coaster ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't feel as bad because they used them. To, <laughs> they use they use Ford as leverage to increase their uh, dollar amount Definitely and increase yes, the yes. power right? So I was like, they all sold right, that to Fiat. So it's all right. It's business, man. It's executives. <laughs> right. You got smelling Tyler, selling where cigarettes. Did this, and, where does uh, the American flag come from? Where'd you get that American flag hat? It's <laughs> <laughs> you're so patriotic right now. Oh, here we <laughs> go. <laughs> Not just tough, or tough. So now I will say, when you talk about the ending, the very, very ending. Um, where Ken Miles passes away. The post-credit away. scene? Yes. Uh, which oh, is, wait, there's a post-credit no, scene? Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty... He it, comes back from the grave. the ashes. <laughs> it's pretty intense, but it's the one piece of the movie that's not historically accurate. He, They talk a lot in the movie about you, you. some people don't get out of the car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car yeah. catches on fire, but the suit protects you. All you got to do is get out, because if you don't get out, you won't be able to breathe. Yeah. So in the end, the car explodes, right? He's testing, uh, I think that's the J car or something like that. That's the car that replaces the MK, Mm -hmm. uh, the GT40. Um, And it's experimental. And they talk about the honeycomb uh, outline. That outline caused the car to deteriorate. And actually, Ken Miles was ejected in real life and died immediately. He didn't burn up inside the car. After that happens, they install a steel cage onto the car, which increases the weight. But it actually later on, like a year or two later, saved Mario Andretti's life when he had the same exact accent as Ken Miles, but was not ejected and was able to get out. Um, wow. So it's, it's fascinating how they don't spend a ton of time on it, but I I get it. Hollywood wanted to make that through line of like some guys don't right. get out of the car and it's a powerful moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's not exactly what is happens. it worth is that line really injected. worth it to change exactly the, i almost know, think like death, tell it like so. it is you know we because yeah. the movie's good enough we okay. just say like show it, it just so, show christian bell go uh, straight through the- <laughs> so here, here we go I'm not sure about that. maybe not show it at all yeah maybe, maybe not just, yeah maybe he has to tell the kid and, or tell and the it with or him just right. driving off into the sunset so is there here here it also reminds you how dangerous this whole thing is yeah that's at a test track where they're testing yeah yeah going 200 miles an hour forget when you're actually really racing okay so back to my point on uh the time frame stuff okay so 60 
67. He died a couple months after he wins he, or after he loses Lamont. So, okay, he dies. He dies. And then uh, six months later, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Damon's character is still dealing with what's Matt, going on. Matthew, Matthew, Damon. <laughs> Matthew Damon. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, Matthew Damon's character. <laughs> Matt Damon's still dealing with that. Producer uh, Ryan. Matt McConaughey. <laughs> See, I, I want to give, podcast, I wanna right? give him respect, all right? <laughs> I don't know him personally. Matt, so Matt I can't Damon call him, Matt. is a great actor, all right? Okay, He's Matthew Damon. All right, so um, with his character dealing with that... Um, he picks up a which is believable to me. Yeah, no, it's believable. But he picks up a wooden wedge. Okay, that con- the what brings it back is he's like, oh, he had a conversation. He was telling me about the wooden wedges on his desk. All right, that was before they lost in the first race, which was what. Uh, a couple I of years, year. sixty-four. Yeah, I think. Is why is that wooden wedge still on his desk? Like, why did he keep it there? Like, He's been busy. So in many- France, <laughs> these guys are going to funerals. Man, stuff all over the no, place. no. <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, it's it's. Uh, what I like about it is, prior to that, you see the scene where they want him to come out and close the deal on his Cobra, and he's like, "What am I, some kind of clown?" Yes, yes. Uh, and, yeah, and that is the important thing because he's he he's a he's a car guy he's not a sales guy yeah. and i think, I think that he was drives just, that point i, I thought he was just lashing out because he's and this is to, another a bunch car of emotions that was yeah what to do with honestly like the movie through line is friendship more than anything else and with these two actors they do such a good just, job together because they're car guys together when they're at their best whether they're fighting or not is when they're just fucking around with yeah but, but i'm not mm-hmm. arguing that I, what i'm arguing though is okay so that that car wedge thing that like i thought car, it was fine i well, thought it worked okay and even the wrench thing went a little cheesy but i thought it was fine i i, I thought uh, it would have been better if instead of the wedge, he looks at his wall and then he sees that wrench, and then that's what prompts him to probably, go to the yeah. to the hole yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and bring right. him the wrench. The, you kind of get okay. both. He does look at it at the wall. You do get a cut of one that. Yeah, yeah. Object. But I, I wish it was that as opposed to the wedge. And that's nitpicking. You know why that's though? Really because like nitpicking. once you start seeking perfection with a race car, the wedge reminds him of like Ken had all these great ideas. Uh, Ken, remember in real life, Ken Miles helped him design that Cobra, which he started selling, which turned him into one of the great racing cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all time, right? So you know he owes a lot to Ken. So but I think but it's fine. Uh, but Nick, in He's trying in, to cram a lot of stuff in there. I in think. the movie in itself, what would have more uh, uh, emotional uh, reaction? The wrench that he threw that he got uh, framed up, or this wedge that he spent like five minutes talking? Definitely about? the wedge. <laughs> 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 and then, okay, so that's a nitpick thing. This, the second thing is so um, uh, Matt Damon's character goes to the house, and then the kid is there. I thought the kid loved his dad, right? The kid was they idolized riding his dad, cared. He was riding his bike. Not he it's a couple s- months later. Yeah, it's six months. Six okay. months later. Yeah. <laughs> you say that Matt Damon's character breaks down. Like I would. Yeah, but the kid doesn't understand like Matt Damon does. They hadn't gone to war together like Damon and Bale did, like Miles and Shelby did. Think about all they went through. But that's Think his about dad. What they yeah. Matt Damon's <laughs> yeah, just like your you, dad loves me more than you kids, did. So. The kid's what thirteen years old. It probably hasn't hit him. I think yet, he's younger you know? than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did eleven. Yeah, I'm not I just, sure how old he's okay. supposed to be. I didn't look it up. But. The first time though, when the car catches on fire, it hits him pretty hard. Oh yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah it hits him pretty hard, and then he's like traumatized. Where he's like, his like, did they check the thing? Uh, how the brakes? Yada yada yada. He spends like the next twenty minutes of the movie really concerned about that. Then all of a sudden, now after he's died from what he was traumatized by. He's okay. He's, well, I think, he's fine. I, I don't know, and I do like we both agree that the the guy who played the son and the way it was written isn't super great. Yeah, yeah. It's I the kind one of kind really of flaw in the movie. Like but, that but what part. I will say is what you see there. Shelby's character pulls up to the front of the house. He actually doesn't go up and talk to Katrina Balf. Yeah, um, Molly Miles, I think, is her character's name. Um, they just wave at each other, and what he's saying is, "I miss my friend," and. 
this is the sun and I'm going to be here for the sun. We're going to be friends too. So you, cause I know you don't get to spend the time with your dad. Like I did, mm. and we get to hang out, drive cars and beat each other up. So I will at least participate and be around. And mm. maybe mm. I almost thought the go kid racing get, together. I almost thought the kid would get in the car and they'd drive off. And I don't think that'd be bad, but maybe a little too cheesy. Can't just drive away with other people's kids. <laughs> it was a different time, Tyler. What I, would, time. what I would say is in a couple of years, Shelby shows back up and they get in the car and they drive off maybe a yeah. little bit if they want. Like, Ford you know what I mean? Like, Ferrari I think too. that's what it was. You know. <laughs> too fast, I, listen, I'm telling you too right far. Katrina yeah. Balfe scene where she puts out the uh, chair and watches them fight yeah. is, is really yeah, it's fun. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love that scene. I, I do like he the... Gets the, he gets the trash can lid. Yeah. Like, oh, Captain he punches the chair. Yeah. <laughs> the fight's really good. It's amazing, yeah. right? Weapon of opportunity. I, oh, and, <laughs> I do like the relationship between... <laughs> the, I'd like some ice cream. You know? All three of them. All three of them. Like Matt Damon's yeah, character Yeah, great together. And then the wife and... I'm not... Molly Miles. Molly but, but it's Katrina okay. Balfe, who, by the way, is a great actress. I want to see more of her. Yeah. She's genius. But their their relationship together is good. Like it just shows that their their dynamic as yeah. yeah as and, a and again, couple. you don't see really any of Shelby's personal life, but you see enough of Miles. You know, I would give it a little more, maybe too much of the kid. But I, that's enough there that it's like a family. It's like yeah. a family yeah. unit almost. Yeah. And families fight, and that's that that makes it more fun. You know? It's funny when they're fighting too, because he looks for something to hit him with. He picks up the can and then he throws know, right? it. He throws and then it. He <laughs> grabs the bread. Yeah. And then he hits him with the bread. And then after she's like, well, I guess I'm going to the grocery store. What yeah, do you yeah, want? Yeah. Well, I'd like some ice cream. All right, and, or when she's like, good writing. Do you guys want a soda? He, he asked for a soda, and then uh, the wife asked if uh, Matt fizzy. Damon wants one. A fizzy. A fizzy oh, yeah, or make him get it his own. He's like, no, no, don't get it for <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, right? No. <laughs> it's a great dynamic. Like, he can get his own, but you can bring me more. It's, it's funny. It's uh, good. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on this movie? It's just infectious fun, man. It yeah, is like fun. I said, yeah. it's fun. It's I just fun. want to drive it home one more time. Even if you're not a car person, it'll I turn think you into it for yeah. a couple hours. And and I will say that after I left the movie theater, I was like revving my engine a little more, going a little <laughs> faster than usual. I would have. <laughs> I went to my knees, so uh, I, yeah, I didn't hit a wall. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good underdog story, though. Great underdog. Yeah, 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 great yeah, good, good underdog. Good. I would Even though great friendship story. I wouldn't call Ford really an underdog, but... I guess in quality compared yeah. to Ferrari. Compared yeah. to Ferrari, yeah. compared to yeah. that compared race. To quality in Ferrari, I would. I and would say in fact, I, and I don't know, and someone, you, somebody can hit me out of Twitter at Real Watch if this is wrong, but I think Ford ends up winning 66, 67, 68. I think it says at the end. Maybe 69. Yeah. And then they never won again. I don't think an American car has won nice. yet again. American drivers have won, but I don't think any car has. Mm. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. Oh, Ford versus Ferrari, too. So <laughs> coming back. He comes back from 2020, the grave. 2020 edition. So <laughs> they find an old schematic. Let me ask you guys. Car. It's the Batmobile. Yeah. Do we have time? Let me ask you this. Is this the best Mangold movie you've ever seen? Wolverine, Logan. Walk I like Logan. Well, I mean. Copland, Girl Interrupted. Oh, he's he not in the Copland. Pantheon director for me. I don't put him in must see, but he's yeah. close. He's probably in the next tier down. I would probably say Logan, but I'm a little more biased because yeah. I, I, would I like, like Wolverine. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I really like right. Wolverine, but I would say if this was like a non-comic, this one would be. Now let me ask you guys. Okay. Give an opportunity. Because I'm going to say, I wrote on my blog, I like him outside of the comic realm, and I hope he keep, keeps doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know me, I'm an old man. At that time, was 1968. 66 is the race. 66 is the race. Okay. 1966. You got a choice. Buy the Shelby, buy the Ferrari. Which one are you going to buy? Oh, not close. Oh. Well, the GT40 isn't the Mustang Shelby that is comes out later. 
Um, but between the GT40 and the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the first model, because there's the MK1 and the MK2. <laughs> I think it goes all the way to... No, I think it's only... I can't remember if it's more than that. Uh, the second model GT is pretty effing awesome. If you look mm. at the back of that thing with the exhaust pipes coming out and stuff, really cool. Looks very James Bond. But the light blue... Which is the point. Remember, Lee Iacocca says he does. He drives an Austin Martin, not a Ford, right? Yeah. James Bond. Which is a, He's a degenerate, full though. Circle, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, but the first Ferrari is really impressive. Mm. So I'd, I'd be happy with either one. One, but I, I have to pick one. You have to pick one. I think I'd take the G40 MK2. I think Shelby? I'd take the second one. I guess one. Shelby. Okay. So, yeah, right. Why not? Okay. Sure. But, but his yeah. his Cobra that he drives is also amazing. Mm. So They're all great cars. That's the beauty <laughs> of it. They're all, right. all let's, awesome let's cars. Rate this. Let's, let's rate this. this. Yeah, let's give it a rating. Um, I give it a soft B. I think it's like... A soft B? Yeah, I give it a soft B. I think it's one of those movies that... Pure, pure emotion you recently saw. Yeah. Right? Did you, what, what did you, did you feel good scaling? coming out of the theater? Yeah, I change it every time. <laughs> so I, this we is... had a Nicolas Cage scaling at the beginning of the, mo- so at the, beginning of the going, episode. and now we're letters doing, now. Yeah, I'm doing letters. Okay. Uh, I, I, by the way... I, I do what feels appropriate. In reference so. to the Truman Show pod, the Shawshank scale, even though Field of Dreams is number one, they're both... Oh yeah, that's right. They're both perfect movies. <laughs> so why why are we arguing about it? Right? <laughs> it's so, just because I have one above the other. They're the only. There's only two tens ever. And I love it, all so. my children the same. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Have you seen those memes? Yeah. Uh, it's like. I, by the way, you guys gave uh, Shawshank a ten. So, so what are we even arguing so, about? Uh, so, but we haven't done Field of Dreams yet. So we don't know. That's the ultimate battle. Yeah, in Lord of the Rings, there's uh, oh, there's, yes. Bro- there's Bromir, right? Yes, yes. And then there's his brother. Yeah. And then there was this meme where it was like, no, I, I love all my children equally. And there's obviously like in a house a picture of like a really huge picture of Bromir. And it's a very tiny picture of his brother. And so, <laughs> yeah, I give it a softie. I think, okay. you, could, I think right. you could walk into this movie and have a really fun time. I think if you're, I guess, I think if you really like cars, or if you really like a good underdog story, you'll like this a lot mm-hmm. more. But I get a softie because I think it can kind of, it's just anybody can walk in and watch yeah, it and I think yes, have a agreed, great time. Agreed, so agreed. But I understand the pacing issues if you're just like, this is way too long. Because it does feel like it is a little long. And I feel like most movies nowadays are all trying to be those two, two and a half hour epics. Yeah, and so, yeah. Which, which I feel like that kind of sucked. But yeah. Yeah. So, but there's not, I wouldn't, if I had to redo it, I wouldn't take anything from the, definitely not from the racing definitely not from like i think as far as like the shelby dynamic with interacting with ken miles yeah, yeah. i wouldn't take any of those screen times away i'd probably scale back family. Certain, yeah, yeah yeah family based stuff even though <laughs> i mean you can still have an emotional impact mainly the kid maybe mainly the kid so uh, no offense yeah to the kid uh for myself i i would give it um eight Aston Martin, uh, Martins. <laughs> Eat Aston Martins. Yeah, that's not the car they race. <laughs> yeah, in. okay, it's Take all right. It. It's uh, <laughs> Volkswagen uh, GT40 MK2. That's eight a great car. cars <laughs> <laughs> that have four wheels. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so I, I'd give it an eight. I thought it was a good movie. Actually, eight wrenches. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, there you go. Eight, that's very good. Eight you wedges. know what? We'll the most, the yeah, the, the most iconic, the most iconic thing in this movie. Wedge. Eight wedges. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so uh, out of all the movies that came out in 2019 that we watched, I think this is the one that I enjoy the Number most. Number one, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. So for, for 2019, for 2019, <laughs> for like movies in the theater or yeah, movies, movies, in uh, movies movie. there. Okay. So not, you ranked them like some, some people watch. do on their blog. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would put this number one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if we're going 2019 of the movies that I've seen of this year, 
I, I would say that this would be number one that came out. Uh, it, it was good. It was very enjoyable. And again, I don't know what it was. About. It's fun, right? Yeah, it's yeah, very it's fun. fun. Like, I, I'm not a big car guy. I'm not into. I, I do like like historical movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's this weird place that what can I? I'm a judge? sucker for true stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what can I judge within these true stories? Within these true stories. As much as I like, love Thanos throwing a planet at Iron Man, yeah, it's interesting, right? But I I'm a sucker for true stories. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I so, like underdog stories. Yeah, yeah. Miracle, yeah, Invincible, yeah, The Rookie. Exactly. Yeah, I like, I, love I, love that. That. I, like I had a lot of emotions as I was watching. The movie. I think Nick got a little uh, upset with me because I was like, "Yeah, go," <laughs> 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 or like, "Take that, you prick." <laughs> I, ac- I accept who you are. <laughs> Those darn executives. Oh yeah, fuck you, Italians. <laughs> no, I love the Italians. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I will eight- say. How about this? I'll interrupt for this. We we have a day job, and when you get lost in the work week and you're stressed out this is a movie that you sit in the movie theater the lights go off the sound gets turned up loud and you forget where you are for oh a couple yeah hours. yeah definitely, sometimes definitely. a movie doesn't take you out of it right but this movie does a good job of pulling you in and for at least those two hours and 32 minutes you're basically there no yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right oh, you're yeah. in for the which, ride which you is, are. A, is a sign unintended like, yeah, so exactly. yeah <laughs> that's a sign of a good movie yeah, yeah i know you're right what are you gonna give it Nick? okay so for let's me see. listen it's i you know i'm a sucker for true stories like i said I'm going to agree with producer Ryan. I, I actually not only say that this is the best movie of 2019, I put it number one on the blog. You're welcome to go read the review, realwatchability.com. I think it was better than any movie that came out last year. Mm-hmm. So okay. in 2018, my number one movie was Bohemian Rhapsody. I had Creed Two, Black Klansman, Green Book. I think this is better than any of those, too. I can, yeah. So it's probably the best movie of the last two years. Um, it's the expensive adult drama biopic. There's egotism. There's triumph, tragedy. Two heavyweight actors coming together. Yeah, getting to yeah. chew the canvas a little bit, chew up those scenes. I loved it. I, I, I think there were some things like at with Mangold and the choices he makes. I think it's well edited. I already talked about the Beltrami soundtrack, some of the music in it. There's a great Sonic song, uh, Have Love Will Travel, great 60s song in there. Um, there's not a ton <laughs> of good music in there, but enough of it. Uh, I just liked the whole thing. And like I said, it, you go to the movie theater to, to escape your world. Yeah. And, you know, you can do that in an Avengers movie. You can do that at a Logan Wolverine movie. It's cool to do it on a real life biopic movie. Mm. I saw Jojo Rabbit not too long ago. We'll talk about it in recommendations. I escaped my world with Jojo Rabbit, but not like this one. Yeah, this yeah, one put yeah. me in the driver's seat and I had a lot of fun doing it. And again, we leave the theater. Mm. We all want to race. Especially the driving so, scenes, too. Yeah. The driving yeah. scenes, I think, oh, are yeah. really, really yeah. good. It really catches so. it. So really, but, really well done. I'm giving it a 7.0 on the Shawshank scale with room to grow, depending on how rewatchable it yeah. is. I can already tell you, if it shows Give it up a couple on HBO, years to settle. I'll probably watch at least parts of okay. it here and there. Yeah, again, yeah. just because Bale and Damon are so dynamic together, I do think it'll have something to say about this year's Oscars. I think there'll be some Oscar nominations coming out of this. Certainly mm-hmm. okay. Damon, maybe bail possibly the film itself so. yeah <laughs> all right so we'll move on to our next segment uh we've got mail so if you want to email us please do so talkingflick at gmail.com talkingflick at gmail.com <laughs> so i got an email from uh randy uh <laughs> what's your randy what's your favorite movie speech of all time mm. oh man so i already got mine right oh. i already got uh, mine you know, right? somebody's gonna do training day, right? <laughs> oh really oh my uh, goodness this is mine. This is okay mine. somebody go first all right, I this, is, this is mine this is our Independence Day, right? <laughs> yeah, right? That's, really good, right? That's a good one. speech. We will not go speech. quietly into the night. Yeah, I like it, right? You're at the end. I'll kill some aliens, on. even though you're that's completely outmatched. Day, man. Yeah, that's great writing, actually. That's you know what? I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, that's my favorite movie. At least that's the first one that comes to mind right there. So I guess I have a second one. So feel free to take your time and think about it a little bit. As a novice screenwriter, you know, who's someone who's tried over and over again 
trying to write something good and failed over and over again. I, the pursuit is noble, right? I always give credit to, to some of these uh, great, great scenes in movies. There's endless, endless amounts. I could talk Sorkin as a guy. I love all these speeches. It's hard for me to isolate one. Off the top of my head without thinking about it too much, the court scene between Jessup and Daniel Caffey and A Few Good Men. Okay. Mm, puts me yeah, at yeah, the edge. Yeah. I've seen it 150 times. It puts me at the edge of my seat every single time. You can't handle the truth. Uh, it's just incredible. That mm-hmm. whole four minutes is just incredible. It earned Jack an Oscar, and I think uh, well worth it there. So okay. I, that's what I would say off the top of my head. You got one, Ryan? You want me to go again? Yeah. I got a second Oscar, one. No, but... I don't think he won that. Yeah. I fight, and you may die. Run, <laughs> and you live. For at a least a while. <laughs> and dying in your beds many years from now, you will be willing to trade all the days. With an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> from this day to that, uh, one chance. But they will never take our freedom. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. My, my second pick for Hollywood would have been uh, Rocky Balboa. When he, uh, when he gives a, it's about how hard you can get hit. Oh, Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky. Oh, no, no, no. That's the, uh, uh, no, Rocky. Hey, hey. Rocky. Uh, it's not about how hard Rocky. Get hit. Does he do the same speech in Creed? It was I like, like <laughs> the one in Rocky Four where it's like we can all work together or whatever. <laughs> what? No, oh, no. It, that's Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky yeah. Four with the Russian. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's and he's basically like, making a political statement. He's making a political statement with the Russians. That's a pretty yeah. good one. No, it's, uh, no, you're talking about it's not. How, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep on coming. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one where he's. Uh, that's the one where he's old Rocky and that's he does, Creed. And he does yeah, the fight. Creed. That's yeah, not yeah. Creed. It's not. No, Creed. no, it's not Creed. It's not Creed. No. It's not, no, it's this not one Creed. came out in like 2006. I want to say. Huh. So yeah, it's 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 Rocky where uh, it's his son's in it. He's older. I think he has his restaurant too, and he decides to go back into fighting. For yeah, yeah. One last time. They were asking. They were seeing who would win in a fight be now in his prime now versus 28 year old yeah, young yeah. man who's <laughs> I, I also want to give shouts to Jerry Maguire when he actually gets fired and he goes back to the office. Oh, and yeah. He's like, who's coming who's with coming me? With me? The yeah, fish, the fish is coming. <laughs> Dorothy Boyd. Thank you. Like, that's a pretty good. There's a lot of these. You know, this is an endless. Well, someday we'll have to process this a bit and get back to We'll Randy. have to turn to an actual list. Yeah. 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 I'd like to make a top five. Maybe I'll do something yeah. on the blog. And a, memorable one, a memorable one for me was uh, in Half Bake when he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's mimicking Cameron Crowe's uh, Jerry Maguire. No, no, no. Not that one. When he's like, when he's. When he's either getting fired or quitting from the the restaurant, and he's like, "F you, f you, f you, you're cool, you're cool." I <laughs> <laughs> do like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, next segment: recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the weekend or over the week that you want to recommend, or should mm, I go first? You go first. All right. Uh, I saw Doctor Sleep. So, well reviewed it's going to struggle to make back its 45 yeah. million dollar budget but i think it's going to have some staying yeah power, which so. which is a shame i think that's going to not make it a whole ton of money Good. just in general i really liked it so okay uh girlfriend's a real big fan of stephen king just in general it's two hours and 45 minutes long so oh, it, is, it is very it is long that's an i know do you have I, to yeah. watch the shining before you go see it i don't think so no i i, I watched some movie reviews but on who it. hasn't yeah all <laughs> <laughs> right yes exactly so I've watched I mean, some, as a refresh. I've watched the movie reviews on it as far as like Chris Duckman and Jeremy Johns. Those are the, those are the guys I usually watch yeah, on yeah, YouTube yeah. for movie reviews. Um so it is getting like a good amount of like typical like critic success too, but don't come into the movie and think it's going to be better than The Shining 
because okay. it's right. I, I want to say it's just two completely different. A couple reviewers have field. actually said that. I haven't read those I don't, reviews, but I saw the taglines, and I'm thinking yeah. that's just clickbait. I, I don't I don't think it's good to even group them into the same category See, because and uh, that's what I was feeling yeah. when, before this movie even came out. When I was watching the trailers, it didn't seem within the same tone as the Shining. Yeah, and 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 that's why I would say I don't think it's fair to compare it at all. They yeah, do yeah. have callbacks, and they do have what. I don't want to call it fan service because I think it does certain things very well. Yeah, yeah. And the fan service or callbacks it does, it's not overpopulated with the movie. Mm. You have a whole entire story that's all just by itself before you even start really getting callbacks or fan service. But yeah, you yeah. see the hallway, like you see the little girls in the yeah. trailer, like they're telling you to look at the other film. I mean, they're yeah. referencing the other movie quite they, a bit. Uh, and at I, least in the trailer. It, it, I, think, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's like just yeah, trailer. It, and I would, actually, I would say... It's tracking 70 76% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. So Are you okay with that? That sounds about right to you? For audience or uh, uh, critic, 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 I would say those critics probably comparing it too much to The Shining. So I think audience it's has it at 89, I think, and that's after I think, quite a few uh, reviews in now. I think if you're if you like Stephen King, you'll like this story, and it's very much its own story. And it's, how about uh, Obi Wan has his performance? Oh, he's good. I like him. Right <laughs> there, there are <laughs> there are a couple of things. I'm just like, I wish they would have done this a little bit differently. They're nitpick though. They're not. The, they're yeah. not yeah. like. Uh, What's her I think, name? Uh, the the weird lady with the hat slash hat. Oh, uh, the one that was oh, uh, Jane uh, the Hat. Jane the Jane yeah. the Hat or Rose yeah. the Hat. Sorry, Rose the Hat. They all Rose have the they have odd, okay. they all have kind of odd names like that. But mm -hmm. Rose the Hat is her name. Uh, she does a very good job. Rebecca Ferguson so, is it because it looks weird in the. I, I, I would like say that part's it's a hard part. It's exploring more of just the actual, not the movie, The Shining, but the actual, the you know, the, yeah, the gift yeah, the itself. Gift. Uh, good, good. Which again, when you start talking so, about midi chlorians, start answering questions. It does, it does not. Goofy, it does, right? it does <laughs> not go that route. Okay, right. It does okay, not. Yeah. It does right, not. Right. It, it does. Well, don't say too much. I do want yeah. to see it. So, so this is how I kind of say it does, and this is what I liked about it, and this is I think sometimes where movies kind of fall in line with storytelling is. They do world building, and some movies do really good world building, but they explore, explore, explore to where they forget to be an actual story. Yeah. This does world building. It does not do the midichlorian route where it answers questions you don't really need. You know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, whatever's yeah, yeah. in your head is better, but it still remembers to be a story, and it's basically, it's very enclosed. So I would say okay. don't even really All watch right. The Shining because you just have a whole complete story by itself. It does reference back to it, but if you've seen The Shining at least once, that's all you need. Okay. That's all, all right. you need right there. So I would say try not to compare it to it, yeah, even though I know... I mean, it's a sequel, so everyone is going to compare it to it, but I think <laughs> that's just kind of a step in the wrong direction. Uh, I also caught... Does it, okay, let me ask you this. Because yeah. you've seen them both, and I've, I haven't seen The Shining in a few years, so I'd like to watch it again. Would you watch them back-to-back, -back and it would make sense? No. Or are they two completely different films? You is All you need to know is basically you don't need to know everything that's happened basically in the shining well you have to have watched the shining at least once but i would say you don't need to rewatch it recently i want to ask doesn't. if jack nicholson shows up but I, I'll, I'll refrain from asking. <laughs> okay yeah okay. <laughs> all right so check i think it's well worth the watch it's very much it's okay own story. i will definitely uh, get it. how would he show up nick how would he show oh, up i'm sure there were I, listen i i'm leaning on yes but i have not seen it i'm reading so i'm just gonna sit it's, back if i was a writer he shows up believe yeah me. it's good i would say just if you've seen The Shining at least once, there's no reason to rewatch it. And I think you could go into this and walk into it just fine. And if you're a fan of The Shining, just try not to compare it too much. Keep it in its own box box if you can. Uh, I also caught the first episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I'm two episodes I, uh, in. I, I like where... Westerny, yeah. kind of fun, kind of old trilogy vibe to yeah. it. So, Pedro yeah, Pedro Pascal does a good job He's as good. Mandalorian, yep. and that's I, Nick Nolte as that guy, Kuehl or something. Yeah, the great. Uh, and then uh, Taika Waititi as that robot. Yeah, IG88. Really cool. Yeah, IG88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it's 
I think it's this is a step in the right direction for Star Wars, and I would I would like to see more things. In I don't this think you'll realm, like the second so, episode but, as much as the first. Okay. but it's still pretty. good. It's still pretty good. I don't know All how right. the release schedule works, but I got Disney Plus just for that, and not disappointed. So far, yeah. so good. So <laughs> those are kind of the two things I caught. I saw the Aquabats live and People Mover. Uh, mm. They're pretty good. You can always if Google you like them Genesis, if you want. you'll love these. guys. Yeah, you'll love these guys. <laughs> the, the Aquabats have they have a kids TV show, so there are kids there. I didn't know they had a kid. I didn't really. Yeah, this is my first time ever seeing them. Snowman so. penis. Is that what we had? Yeah, that was. Uh, that was People that Mover. They actually okay. did uh, People Mover. They're the ones dressed up as monsters Google in Bonneville Snowman. That's and, hilarious. Uh, they have one guy who's dressed up as a human. Um, one, guy. one guy that's yeah, one dressed, guy dressed up, up as, as a human. He's, a, yeah, he's no, contrarian. He's, right? he's like a caveman, kind of. Oh, and so, okay. Like, right, that's right. what I meant. He's like, he's like a we're, caveman. We're getting to know our yeah. host on and Talking so, uh, <laughs> But it, it is really good. The, the kids had a fun time not so much with people mover because they like they cranked the bass up to like 11 and so like the kids were like where are my earplugs and so <laughs> and but uh the aquabats they uh they had like a they had a couple songs they had one called like shark attack they had one called pool party i don't know too much about the aquabats they had one called pizza and so each time that that's, they had songs playing they were throwing inflatable things so like yeah, yeah. if it was shark of attack or whatever the song was they were throwing inflatable sharks and you had all these sharks you had to throw That's around hilarious. beach party of course you had pulled uh beach uh balls and then pizza was an actual pizza of inflatable pizza you're throwing around and then the guy's like all right let's bring the pizzas up to the front and he needs two volunteers so he gets two kids and he gets them up and he's like all right the people in the front go and lure down the pizza and then people in the back really hold tight to that pizza and then he asked the kids, did your parents sign that piece of paper? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and so he threw the kids onto the TV. That's hilarious. This is why me and Tyler don't hang out yeah. outside the pod. Yeah, they, they crowd surf the kids over it. And wow. you're, like, you're like scared wow. when they're that coming is, over you. That, you yeah. don't want to drop that's them. And really so, dangerous. That sounds like an easy way to steal those kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows where who they went. these parents? That's all I got for recommendations. Anything you guys want to recommend? I was going for a while. I was replaced by Miko, shouts to PercivalPetSupplies.com. That's a great website, by the way. Um, I, I saw, so I saw a couple things. I saw The King on Netflix okay, with, with okay. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, which was very, very good. If you liked Outlaw King, which was the Chris Pine, Robert the Bruce movie, this is right in line with that. It's very, very good, very well made. Joel Edgerton kind of wrote it and stars also as, um, I forget that guy's name, uh, that character from the Shakespeare play. And then I saw Jojo Rabbit. The review's up on realwatchability.com. You can check it out. There's a girl that's actually in both Jojo Rabbit and The King. Her name is Thomasin McKenzie. I think she's Scottish or Irish. Very, very good. We'll be seeing a lot more of her. Mm. She kind of steals scenes in both those films. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, I saw The Mandalorian, which I thought was really, really good. Disney had to get the first thing right, and I think they got this thing right. So everybody so yeah. far likes the uh, the application also. The app is easy to use. It's very similar to Netflix in its design, and mm. it's cheap. So... I so far, so good bit. with that. So, so I browsed, I browsed, I browsed the I actually went right now. to Empire Strikes Back after the first episode of Mandalorian. Oh, really? Okay. I only watched like the first 30 minutes, but like it looks good. It's easy. It's easy to navigate. So, so far, so good with that app. Yeah, we'll see. You get we'll the X-Men animated uh, series on there too, the 90s version. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool stuff. And you also get X-Men Evolution, your oh, favorite. Yeah. Yeah, your favorite <laughs> you have like uh, every Simpsons episode, <laughs> basically, the whole library's on you there. Get, uh, Are you serious? I think so. Yeah, you get all the Simpsons. Disney owns- They own Fox, remember? They own Fox. Oh, what the heck? Are you serious? Yeah, they have some weird cuts of Simpsons episodes. But they also, wow. they also have all the Simpsons on Hulu too. And they have oh, like okay. a, they have like a bundle thing going on I think with Disney Plus and Hulu. Hulu so ESPN Plus 
and Disney Plus will be bundled. I don't know when that's going to open. But yeah, supposedly twelve ninety nine or something. Yeah, like that. I hear it's something pretty so, like not. But then if you want Hulu all, Live but... TV, it's going to be a little yeah, bit. More, I think I'm going to do the trial just so I can see what kind of library they have. You yeah. got to do the trial. Yeah, yeah, it's, I got to try it. Check out, check it out for sure. Anything you saw over the weekend or over the week? Nope, not at all. Trying to think what else I saw. I thought I saw a couple of episodes of X Men Evolution. I'm like, how well does this hold up? It didn't hold up as well. I was looking at certainly up to date with Mr. Robot. Up to date with Watchmen. Those are the two best shows on TV right now. They're still holding yeah. true. Loving everything I see. On one Watchmen. episode behind on Watchmen. Next one premieres tonight, yeah. I believe. Like Everything's six tonight. Or seven, so. Mr. Robot and Watchmen. Uh, tonight, I'm behind so. on Silicon Valley, which I'm just like, I need it's to catch great. up on that. I it's need great. It. I'm I caught it. up on all of them. I can't. All right. <laughs> it's a great moment right now in television. So uh, next week, what are we going to do? We're going to do... It's my turn. Oh, it's I was about to say. I was thinking about this last night, and I was just like, I could do this movie. I'm like, no, that's more of a Nick pick. And then that's when I was just like... And then that's when I was like, you know, Ryan's the wild card. Ryan's always the one. I'm like, I don't know what he's going to pick. I'm always curious how he's going to pick. And so I was looking at some of our early episodes, because technically, I guess, it's been a year since we did our first episode. Yeah, yeah. So before all three of us teamed up, of course, but I guess technically a year. Talking flick has existed for at least a year. Less tangents, but still good episodes. So we're going to do, in celebration of our year, we're going to do X-Men 2. X-Men United. So we did we did the first one. We did the first one about a year from now. Actually, November 19th is when it premiered when we did X-Men 2. Oh, okay. So we're gonna or X1, we're gonna do X-Men 2, X-Men United. So that's an interesting choice. I'm okay with that. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm interested myself. And scene by scene. Nah, we won't do scene by scene. Scene by scene, bring it back. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It'd be a four-hour episode. Yeah, I know. It'd be interesting, but we'll see. Wow, yeah, there's too many tangents to do scene by scene. Us. <laughs> this, is, this is what to make it all right where can we find you at ryan <laughs> hey if you like my voice or you just want more content i do another podcast called talk oh yeah i do another podcast called dragon questicles you can find us on spotify itunes or wherever you download podcast uh i want to do another session with you guys let's do it oh, session yeah. already. i've been uh i've been itching Lego to do Bloom. one with you guys Bloom is just sitting up in the so, hills uh, waiting to uh, if you guys want to hear that say uh i don't know tyler's giant hashtag uh D D flick yeah hashtag D D flick if you guys want to see that or, or hear i that. want our party to meet the other party that's what i want wow. uh, that, that'll eventually bring the happen. parties together that'll that's eventually an ultimate happen. crossover right I'm gonna there, yeah. open up a can of whoop ass <laughs> but if you just want to follow me you can find me on uh twitter and instagram at ryan underscore.com you can always find me at realwatchability.com. I was working hard. I have two reviews in the last week. That's pretty rare for me as I don't write a ton. The Ford vs. Ferrari review and the Jojo Rabbit review. Both those movies made my top 10 of the, uh, the year list. And you can hit me up on Twitter. Just be nice at RealWatch. All right. As always, we're Talking Flick. You can find us over on Twitter, flick underscore talking uh, at Gmail, talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. You already did it once. <laughs> all right. All right. You're if you're going to rate us. If you're going to if you're gonna rate us, it puts the rating in the basket. <laughs> Put the rating in the basket. If you're gonna rate us, please do so on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you're listening to us. So yeah, give us a rating, give three, us a like, three and a half, do something, four. give us a review, five, five, five stars, five, five only, five, yeah, only. five stars. Give give a good review, <laughs> give a good rating. Why would so. you give three? I only deal with extremes. All right, if you don't like us, give us a one, but you're gonna like us, so give yeah, us a five. five. You might as well just give us a five. <laughs> we'll work a, you I'll over eventually. 
you're like the bad ex, you know, just eventually work you over. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find us at. Uh, if you really like the show, you can also become a Patreon and there'll be a link in description for everybody's thing. But other than that, finish us off, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick and we will talk at you next week. Yeah. Have a love. Whoa, baby, we'll travel. Was that in a movie? Was that in a movie? Oh, I, have, I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. And uh, Nick nodded. So yes, it was. I just it didn't was pay the Sonic. It's a great song. <laughs>